Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Tales from the Plantation. This is volume 21, and you are back in the safe hands of Tunde. Once again, we have driven Harry Tubman <laughs> deep into the forest to do his coordination from the deep, safe deep, house. Deep. No one's finding that body. You know, we don't have to confess on air, but it's good. <laughs> no face, no case. They don't no know face, me. No face, no care. I am Tunde. That's TFTP Tunde on all socials. Uh, TFTP underscore Tunde on all socials. It will help you find me. Uh, make sure you are joining in the conversation at Tales from the Plantation with the hashtag or Plantation Tales on Twitter, Tales from the Plantation on Instagram. With me in the room today, we have got three of the phenomenal squad that you know and love. First of all, to my left, we have got... Buttons, I'm back, baby. Welcome back, Liz. (laughs) (laughs) Nezzy, always been here, always will be. Alex. Ready for this. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, whoa. wait, what? Who? Mm-mm. We need to properly Who? get a bit more energy. Oh, you want some energy from me? Special guest. Yo, it's the brother man. It's the brother man ready for, ready for this. <laughs> I'm ready for this Tales for the Plantation. I'm ready for this. MSN thing like ASL. 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 Of course, yes. I forgot. I'm so old nowadays. I forget these things. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to redo that. Welcome, oh, Alex. Good to have you with us. Happy to be here. <laughs> Hope Happy you're ready for here. the ride. Oh, I really am ready for the ride. You know what? To be honest, <laughs> oh, I need yeah. you to be because these people, they try to overpower me. We're okay. not having it. All right. So just so we're 100% clear, Alex, where are you from in the world? I'm from London. I'm from... I'm Big from up South. And That's your it. cultural South. heritage? I'm black, baby. Yes, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Specifically, right. what country? All right, you're doing that. Oh, oh well, you're you know, I'm, I'm just being me. Like, I felt, okay, my, of course, my, uh, my father is a, is a Bayesian man. So Love Barbados, so loving that, Carib- loving Carib- that. Carib- Caribbean, Caribbean. So you're Jamaican? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. My mother's family is from Jamaica, so no so you're, doubt, you're no Jamaican. As no, we no, learned, no, 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 as no, no. We learned this week, no. Rihanna is Jamaican. So <laughs> Not in the slightest, I think, man. I think, yeah, I think that's all on Twitter. Like Barbados is the reason why Barbados has a flag like that is because there's a parish in Jamaica called Barbados <laughs> that has that flag. I was like, you guys are wild. Did not. That know is true. So yeah, welcome. This is a pre-warning to all the listeners. There's going to be a lot of uh, Caribbean bias on this episode. I will what? try and hold it down for the African That is them. outrageous. I will try and hold I it down for the African I, for one, have them. never I'm... been so offended in my life. I don't Do have you a racist bone in my body. I would ever take the mic <laughs> out of them African. I love Africa. I've been to Africa. <laughs> I have an African friend. Not even that. I have an African name. Wow, really? Mm. Yeah. I once had the Africa, the food. Yeah, and you I, know, once, the and I once went on a date yeah. with an African. So did I, but I left halfway through because, you know, oh. You know what? Too Rebecca, spicy. Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney in oh. the house. Oh. Oh. Big up them. Uh, this yeah, episode. I'm Colleen still. Wow. I don't mind Team Colleen. <laughs> Team Colleen, yeah. I'll be, Colleen I'll be whatever messy white woman you want me to be. <laughs> now, in fairness, this, this episode is sponsored by uh, Wagatha Christie. Any, uh, <laughs> any mysteries you're looking to get solved, go and see her, and she will, uh, for an extra fee, turn it into a serialized novel. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to spend too much time on them, but Please what a week! That. Please don't. No. What a week for white. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? I just thought it was the way she dropped it and the dot dot dot. 
It was Rebecca it was Varley's Rebecca account. Varley. <laughs> no, she didn't specifically say account. account. Because I think I read somewhere that like legally, if she said it was Rebecca Varley, it could be like slander, like, yeah, slander yeah. or like libel or something. She said it was Rebecca Varley's account, which I thought was like epic. Loki. They made the BBC News like morning yeah. news. They were doing the circuit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good for... Wow. I didn't even really realise that she was still around, like, Colleen Rooney, so... Good it's for her. so wild. No, I, honestly, the only thing that really upset me about that story was it had to come out during Black History Month. <laughs> Why is it taken away from no, our but, airtime? Yeah. <laughs> speak it, speak it. No, <laughs> but, but you know what, yeah? I can't, when, when white people got some messed up stuff, I'm kind of like, yeah... Yeah, fair. Because you know what it's not? <laughs> you know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for all the things it's not. It's not another killing. Mm. It's not another stabbing. Like, mm. Loki, yeah, like, the wags yeah. are just fight beefing each other with the Sun newspaper. We don't want to be on the Sun anyway. No. Like, I'm more than happy for you to take I up the I would say white women being messy is... is they're so entertaining. <laughs> I, think they're, I think the most entertaining group of messy people. I and think I love because we, it. because I feel so far removed. That's, from I think their that's what experience. it is for me. Yeah. I just find it like, so funny. Like they've been leaking stories about her going to Mexico for years. For what was it for gender selection? Gender selection. I've got. But no. I just think it's so funny. Like it's just wild. No, I, I, I rate her so much. I just think, for the, like, for can, the you imagine, can you imagine? Can you imagine having so few problems? Listen. In, like, <laughs> She's like, for months, I've been trying to figure out who has been leaking. No, but guys, I I love it. You have so much time on your hands (laughs) and so little to worry about. With all that is wrong in the world right now, (laughs) this is your main focus. I cannot fathom being so, like, having that approach to life. I can already just see in her home, like, in her mansion, she's just got, like, oh, this huge... seven screens. <laughs> <laughs> Who did it? Who did it? You know, like, red tape here or whatever. Wayne going, I'm out, babe. You know, I'm going out to, you know, With get trained. And he's like, all right, babe. All right, whatever. I'm going to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> With the string and the pins and notice board and then Rebecca. And, like, all yeah. these yeah. in the middle. <laughs> Like with the red circle, it's Rebecca Vardy's account. Hey, Wayne. Hey, take a look at this. Right, I reckon, I reckon it's Rebecca Vardy. I think about it. After all of this, I unfold everyone except for one account. One account. One account. Right, Wayne. Give me a wild story. Well, we want to pick a fifth child and we want it to be a girl. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. No, it's wild. <laughs> no, but to be no. fair, you know, like, if we're being real with it, I genuinely feel like Liverpool and the North could fit in as the ME in BAME History Month. Yeah, minority ethnic. Yeah, definitely. Ooh. Especially with the accent. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, hundred percent. I kind of want to fight you. Yeah, me too. What do you mean? Me too. But I said it out loud. Everybody else mm. has got so it. Yeah, I can't. The British have Army wanted to be yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it can't be an accident now that I have vocalised my intention. <laughs> I just, I just think everybody else is now part of Black History Month. Why not Liverpudlians? Correct. I mean, like, they had a slave port. So they have more connection to the history than um, some other people who decided to jump on the bandwagon. Okay, so. It's basically so, their history It's basically too. their history too. I see what you're doing and I <laughs> see you're trying to antagonise me. And you I'm know what? I'm going to take the bait. I'm going to take the bait because... All I'm saying is this. <laughs> a couple of podcasts ago, we had a conversation about Love Island 
in which everyone jumped on me because I said, uh, come on, you can't come for Amber. She's having such a good week this the week. The experience She's oh, got rid of her curls. She's contoured her whole face. <laughs> I saw She's that. looked whiter than ever. She is having a fantastic and I week. I said the experience drugs. of mixed yeah, race yeah, women. Yeah, that too, that too much. I said the experience of mixed race women was <laughs> that, different. That's the other half of it. To the, experience <laughs> yeah, of, that. to the experience of black women. And then... In the glorious month of October, Black History Month, somebody decided to write an article saying, let me just read the, what was the title of the article? Let me find it. I don't want to misquote because... Well, there were a few. There was that tweet from the British Army as well. What what was the tweet from the British Army? The tweet from the British Army that said that... um, If if it's the article I think you're going to reference, the tweet from the British Army said... uh, we're including Asian history as part of Black History Month. They did. Oh, so oh, the, the article you're talking about uh, is titled There Has to, to be, be space, space in Black History Month for Mixed Race People. I don't, I don't think that's wrong. There wait, is wait, space wait, in Black wait. History Month for half of, wait, of mixed wait. race people. <laughs> <laughs> but it says Black History Month is a sacred space for black experience and political blackness. Now, the reason why that, that is ridiculous is because there's a whole bunch of black people who don't even agree political blackness is a thing. Like there's, there's a lot, including yeah. me. I don't agree. I don't believe in political for the, blackness. For the people, for the people at home who don't know what political blackness is, or Loki for the people in the room. Yeah, like, please. I, get <laughs> like, I was not, so quiet that moment. That I was like, and, like everyone at home is dumbfounded. Like Loki, we're sitting here on Wikipedia. Political blackness is basically the idea that there's a unifying <laughs> black experience that that is not necessarily dependent on you being a member of the black race. So, for example, Southeast Asian people who around the like the 80s and 70s in England basically everybody who was black and Asian was called black okay so, so that would political be blackness news. is that even though you're not Next. yeah so even though you're not like I guess ethnic not racially, racially of African descent you can be called politically black black because of your so we're just gonna Rachel Dolezal this that's well, exactly okay. what I was about like, to say you know well I think like it's that. a little bit more complex than that but for, for example if you talk about the Windrush generation you had people from the Caribbean who might have been Indian Caribbean <gasps> And they might have been considered black. So there's people we know personally who are probably co- like what we call coolie, but I know that's not like a pretty correct word, but in the Caribbean or Jamaica, we might call it coolie. Mm-hmm. And we pretty much consider them black because they share our culture. And when they come to England, they, okay, they can so identify so with the black So it's kind of community. like acknowledging part of the, acknowledging that your history is aligned with the quote unquote black history. Kind or black of black experience. Your experience aligns with the black experience. Yes, kind and of. Therefore, or you ha- your so the the argument then is that you are could then be called if you asked your race or ethnicity, you could say, "I am a Chinese politically black person." No, but they might call themselves. You might, and- you might, you might be, you might be, for example, Indo Guyanese and have come to this country in the seventies, and all your friends and family, all the people that you grew up with, were Afro Guyanese. And you have a much more of a common, commonality of experience with them than, say, the Indian community in... And for me, that is a different type of... Polit- that, that type of politically black, in a way, almost makes more sense. But what they're saying, politically black, is, like, literally the guy down the road who, I don't know, owns a black hair shop, and I'm not even trying to... Let's, let's be call it what it is. Like, most of the hair shops are owned by Asian people. Yeah. He could be defined as black. He's part of political blackness. Whereas I, I don't see myself as having any connection with, with anybody from necessarily the Indian subcontinent who doesn't he isn't from the Caribbean who isn't from Africa because I'm just like what the only thing that we share is that we 
have an experience in this country where white people have been yeah we're, we're oppressive. all othered yeah we're all othered but we don't have any that we don't that's, necessarily that's it that's, that's the end of the yeah, sharing that's the end of the sharing because we're othered to but, different degrees yeah we're marginalized by different degrees we, we have, have different, different stereotypes yeah, different stereotypes mm. different experiences yeah um the so the shared experience there is that we're not white so um my views on this matter is let's start with what black history month is not Mm. black history month is not a celebration of non-white cultures Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. turn into what it is Mm. black history month is (laughs) a celebration everyone else (laughs) (laughs) it is a celebration of black history Mm -hmm. now for those who may be a little bit confused, Asian history is not black history. Asian history is Asian history. Now, mixed race history, there is half of your history that is included in Black History Month. But the maths, to me, is simple. If half of me is black and half of me is white, let's say, for argument's sake, I know that if you're mixed race, you can be whatever, any kind of mix, but whatever. There are 11 other months in which you could claim. If you had half of the 11 other months, you would have five and a half months to celebrate your story. Mm. Why mm. are you going to pick two weeks out of the one four-week thing we have in the year? Mm. It don't make sense. That's, that's I just, I get mo- that is quick maths, Brendan. Quick maths. And what I found really, what I found, oh, this is another thing that I find really um, offensive is this narrative that some mixed race people are starting to have that the black community and the white community are equally as, reject them equally. And that is one, historically ludicrous. Completely. It's just it's just a ludicrous assertion. And it two, even presently, is a ludicrous assertion. The idea that black people are equally um, as like, oh no, mixed race people aren't black, as white people are like, oh, mixed race people aren't white. It's just insane. Uh, I watched an wait, episode of... Wait, of um, wait. I, I feel like I wouldn't have interjected if Buttons had said it. I missed it. No, no, no. I, of recent, have said that we need to not necessarily categorize mixed race people as black. And that's not even a def- definitive thing for me. That's me working through it. I, mm. I'm still working through it. But that's of recent. Up until literally I'm like growing. a year ago. I'm, <laughs> I'm changing. No, no, I'm no, 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 no. Well, me two weeks ago no, 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 is not the EC before you today. No, but wait, but wait. But I'm just saying, but if you look at the black community as a whole, that's def. I'm not... The I wouldn't say I'm the standard for how black people perceive mixed race people. I think in general, the black community has been extremely accepting of mixed race people as black mm-hmm. to the point to the to, in fact, to the detriment, I would say, especially of, of black dark women to, to the detriment of black women. I think we've been overly accepting of mixed race identity as been the standard for black identity. So I think to suggest that that we are um, that we that we alienate mixed yeah. race people to the same level as like mm-hmm. white people. Yeah. How dare you come at that energy with our community with the, mm-hmm. the, the fact that we've been so open with open arms. Mm-hmm. There are so many spaces in which mixed race mm-hmm. women dominate every space that it actually should be for black women and they dominate every space. So how dare you open your mouth to write an article calling us like we're the, the mean girls in this situation, which I just, I thought it was the height of offense. I thought this is like, this is an, a key example of why I've started to become less um, open to the idea of mixing people being black because I feel like this, you literally throw it back in our face. Like you, op- we open the community I, and allow people to have a space and then they come and, and they use and that voice to, they use yeah, that voice yeah. to then take more than, it's just weird. Like how Alpha, do you feel like I you can help? I'm 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 gonna pause you there. Alex, yeah, you sounded like you had a few things you wanted to say I just, before. I, don't know. I just feel like, like the to article take. to me at least just felt like 
when were mixed race people never when were mixed race people never a part of black history month like i was i was a part of a project that spoke about um african and caribbean people who served in the military and one of the people was a lady called lillian bada and she is mixed race she was mixed race and she had a, a huge impact as a part of the wave of other people mm. that served and people would have called her black and she would have been treated if not as mm-hmm. worse as, as the person. other black people mm-hmm. around us mm-hmm. and as the point that you're saying nezzy about black people being treated like like we're the mean girls in the group like black people didn't create apartheid black mm-hmm. people didn't create segregation like black people didn't necessarily create the systems in place in order to marginalize a whole group of people mm-hmm. so i don't know for me i feel like I felt like the article. I was. I looked at the title and I was like, "Wait, when? When were they never a part of Black History Month?" We've, we've always, there's, there's always, you know. And I felt like of all the times to have an article like this, this would not be the time. It's Black History Month. Can we Again, not? Can we not? Seven cele- other months. Yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. can we not celebrate I, ourselves? Can we have re- a moment? We probably deep it right. Like some of the biggest names we have in. British Black History Month are mixed race. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Like, mixed, like, mixed race people have never been separated from black people in Black History Month. Every, there's so many icons I can think of that I celebrate as black and I, I looked up to historically as black people who are technically mixed race, like Lena Horne, um, Dorothy Dandridge, Mary Seacole. Uh, Mary mm. Seacole was yeah. technically apparently yeah, mixed yeah, race. Yeah. Um, Gosh, a lot of our first Barack Obama, I just, Halle Berry, I, yeah. um, Frederick Doug, Frederick Douglass was. Do you know what I can insane. never? I can never wrap my head around why, if I want to celebrate something, <clears throat> why? So say you say you're into football, right? Mm. Your football team wins, like, oh God, I can't think of a football team. Manchester, like, United. Manchester United. Yeah. Manchester United. Don't, 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 that's not a realistic example right now. Go for Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, Manchester's lost oh, quite a bit. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> I'm very I feel like I just stepped into something. I mean, just I just, go, with, just go with Liverpool. <laughs> so I'm going to say Liverpool. So say Liverpool wins, and all the Liverpudlian fans are like going crazy and celebrating their win, celebrating their victory, celebrating mm. their history. You don't get other football fans going, oh, but what about Chelsea? What about this? Because mm. everybody respects that in this moment, what this we're going to do is mm. we're going to celebrate Liverpool's win. Yeah. We're going to celebrate the history of Liverpool Club. Mm. Like, why is it that every time we want to celebrate black history or we want to celebrate black people doing amazing things, yeah. everyone else has a problem? Mm. Like Stormzy's got that line, yeah? Mm. No, I'm not anti-white, I'm pro-black. Do you actually know how significant that is? Like all these other um, mixed race people, Asian people that want to jump on um, Black History Month. Listen, I've got no issue if you want to create a space or a dedicated time in which we can celebrate your history. I am open to learning. Honey, tell me what tell me what you want to talk about. Mm. But tell me 11 other months of the year. Mm. Because right now, what I want to do is celebrate being black. Mm. Because this is the one time where your system is allowing me to do that. Mm. But you know what's even wild about that? Because you're saying about the Liverpool football team. It would be, mixed race people complain about this, is the equivalent of the Liverpool women's football team being mad that the men's team have won something and been like, literally, how, how come we're not celebrating the, the women's, women's team? Like, yeah. you are all still Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is the whole thing. The wild thing about mixed race people, it's like, mixed race people, for the vast majority, vast majority of black people are considered black. Yeah. Like no, the f- no same one, thing for me. No one if you identify as black, and please, Rachel Dozer, this does not include you. No, it does not. <laughs> if you identify as a black woman and mm. you are a mixed race, mm. cool. 
Yeah. It, you you identify as black. Absolutely. Your experience is black. Yeah. Cool. Mm. I'm not. I'm not even gonna contest it mm. right now. Yeah. In this one month. And the thing yeah. is, I'm less likely to contest it if you, especially if you wholeheartedly like align yourself. I'm not saying that you should deny your white heritage, but align yourself with the black community and do things that are obviously to further the See, cause the of black is, people. If you, I don't even need you to be proactive. What I need you to be is not um, to not put us down. What's the word? To not like not take away from the from the yeah, yeah. Exactly. or yeah. not hold us back yeah. in any way mm. i don't even need you to move us forward mm. i need you to just be, be along neutral, for the ride that's all i require mm. from you mm. there's mixed race women like um emma deberry she wrote the book yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what's that um, book um let's talk about her also, like yeah, her, her, yeah. Her, i read some book i've actually i bought it i've like halfway through i still haven't finished it but she is clearly a mixed race person i think she clearly acknowledges herself as mixed race but identifies as a black woman and then does things in spaces for black women mm. no i don't think anybody has ever lev- like been to her like oh you're not black i mean I'm you're sure a mixed ha- race person so if you could just pipe down like, i'm sure no there's people here might have said that but i'm saying I'm, on the whole i've not seen a mass movement in the black community to ever reject her mm. as a spokesperson for black women even though she goes on multiple tv shows mm. multiple radio shows mm. so anyway the yeah the whole me, thing was it's, it's all for me it's like if you if you claim blackness and you're doing stuff for the community and you're doing amazing things for the community, you're actually looking out for the community, then I've got nothing but respect for you. I've got nothing Literally. but respect for you. If you're pushing, if you're pushing forward the yeah. culture and you call yourself black, fam, I'm, I've got you. Cool. I've got your back. That's Again, it. Again, just, just a disclaimer, black. like mm. Rachel, this does not <laughs> this include, does not you, include you, And it doesn't <laughs> include people who are politically black either. No. no yeah, I'm afraid you're out as well. But yeah, mm. as you said, you're moving it forward. You're neutral. I'm cool. Where I take umbrage is with where you want to try and insert yourself into this, like into these spaces, into these conversations, and, and make it about and make mm. it about you because that's selfish. Mm. Like that. That's right. Can I just it quote does. from the article just to see what she said? Black History Month doesn't always feel like a welcoming space for biracial people. Many of us are afraid of taking up important space that should be reserved for stories and histories that address the experiences of people who don't have any say over their identities. So what is the solution what to that? Exactly if you're you afraid of taking what? up space, what do you do? Make your own space. Anyway, <laughs> mixed race people and interracial couples have played a vital role in Britain's black history. Is she not arguing who, for when her? Did, when did anyone say they had it? Like, I just don't understand. Um, when sailors docked at Liverpool and Bristol at the end of the 19th century, they planted seeds in Anglo-Saxon soil. What resulted was slayers of black, in, in, in inverted commas, mixed race people who've contributed to, ble- who've continued to blend, creating huge multiracial, transgenerational communities. Mixed race history is black British history. Correct. The Correct. Only, so here's, yeah. the, here's when I, I, I was talking about this during the week and the, the fact is, we have no trouble celebrating the mixed race children and their black parents in this month. What we're not going to do is go back and hear about how George Smith and his family originally owned a steel <laughs> mill real, yeah. before they kind of went up and pulled themselves up by the bootstraps yeah, yeah, yeah. to own that slave guys. port, mm. to own that slave, to sleep with that mm. slave and create their mixed race slave babies. We're not going to do that bit. Happy to celebrate the full lineage of blackness in your life in that month. Mm. But you're not going to get the stories of the non-black part of it. Yeah. And that's all it is. Mm. And I think it is interesting that you mentioned um, uh, kind of trying to insert yourself into the story to make yourself the subject. Because if we 
have been keeping track of the trials in America. The oh. most famous story of Amber Geiger, Amber Geiger and Botham Jean, whereby the subject of the story, the sympathetic character, appears to accidentally not be the black guy who got killed. In his own house. While watching TV. And eating ice cream. Weird. Hmm. For those of you who don't know, hopefully there's not many, but uh, Botham Jean was an innocent man in, what was, it? was it Texas? Texas. Is it Texas or Dallas? I think Texas. Texas, yeah. Uh, who was the victim of a brutal police murder when Amber Geiger, a white police officer in Texas, came home drunk and allegedly mistook Botham's flat apartment for hers, believed he was an, an intruder, and <laughs> shot him. Uh, just to rerun that. Do you know what? I, I believed... Someone was in my house and so violently watching TV <laughs> with their back face away from me, eating ice cream. I feared for my life. <laughs> <laughs> was, was his back towards her? No. Oh, okay. No, um, but when he was, when he was like, just like, what are you doing? What's happening here? Um, and. Do you know what's yeah, wild she, about this story? If someone. If someone brought this as like a script for a short story, which or they will, and a Scarlet, TV Scarlett Johansson comedy. will play Amber Geiger, no doubt. Scarlett Johansson will play Botham Jean. Correct. She will like I have the right to She'll play, play any character I want. <laughs> she will do an Eddie Murphy. Yeah, in yeah. absolutely. <laughs> the story of like Botham John is played by <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Featuring cameos by Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Playing the black judge that hugged her, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> but Literally. we will have Samuel L. Jackson as one of the witnesses. Fair. Excellent. No doubt. But Loki, if someone brought that to, brought that to me as, as like a script or a short story outline, I'd be like, ridiculous. I'm going to send you to a creative writing class. And you're going to need to get some training because this, is not believable. Well, it is, unfortunately. Mm. But the world we live in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think the main thing that I've, that really struck me about the story is like, okay, I think we were also, well, we were all kind of like, is she going to get any prison time or not? And then we were all kind of relieved when she did. And then when she got 10 years, we were outraged. But I think the thing that was most outrageous to me was the responses of the black people in this, like the judge and also the family members. Um, and like, I, I think I was really conflicted as a Christian because, well, no, I don't want to say that because I think it, I was kind of conflicted initially until I sat down and thought about it properly. But like the whole idea of forgiveness, what does forgiveness mean? What does it look like? And this narrative when black people are killed by white people about or just mistreated like how mm. we're, we're supposed to is on us yeah how, like how we're supposed to respond and how everyone expects us mm. not just in the white community but in the black community to respond mm -hmm. to those kind of atrocities and evil and it just the more i thought about it the more angry it made me mm. because the judge hugging her after this i just thought how many black young black boys who needed have, a hug yeah. and have never got it not mm. not not from white judges not even from black judges and this woman who was a known racist, mm. had racist messages on her phone, found like way before the killing, didn't attempt CPR, 
was sexting um, another police officer, like, literally after she killed the guy. What? And she gets a hug. Like, it's just... There is something in that whole like notion of forgiveness because I was mad. I saw the it was the brother, right? The brother mm. and the yeah. judge yeah. hugged the woman mm. and I was mad. I was yeah. like, bring me the table so I can flip it because I don't have one near me right now. <laughs> but mm. I was mad, mad. Yeah. And then when was it like the next day the brother came out with his um can I, I forgive you? I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. I needed to I forgive you, you, you blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I thought about it and I thought, I thought to myself, okay, if it were me, I would be mad. Yeah. My rage lasts some, <laughs> some, We've, if you, some like, significant For like, those of you who don't know Buttons personally, which is none of you, we've established <laughs> like no buttons i would be mad hold for a grudge. Some, like yeah like, buttons I, probably remember stuff that i did to her when i was like seven. Oh no low-key you stole my skittles <laughs> like, <laughs> i got the apple and i had two bites and you remember that <laughs> anyway i would be mad i'd be mad for a very long time but i used to have this saying when i was younger that hate in your heart will consume you too mm, it will <laughs> and you know what when he said when he wrote that comment or whatever about he needed to forgive her for, for in order for himself to move forward. I, I understood that and I get that on a personal level. And for me, the conversation or the, um, then my, my sort of thinking turned to how we as a community put such a burden on people who are in the quote unquote public eye because of how social media is today and obviously how easy it is for everything to go viral like we forget that actually it's him that's lost and his he's family he's and it's him that has mm-hmm. to move on and yeah. after the viral tweets and the conversation is mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. it's him who has to live the life in yeah. a way and I think there are a lot of like mm-hmm. think pieces and all yeah. of that around like and, and it is an important conversation around forgiveness, but I think we just have to stop, like, but overlaying mm, everything we think and feel or we yeah. want to be represented as community onto one, peop- one person yeah. or but one situation. I but I think that problem is that it's not situation. one person. I, I think if it was... I, th- I think if you take that situation in isolation, that's then you're right. It's it, really, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a problem. It, it's exceptional because of how far it went. Yeah, but, well, no, but also how a, frequently yeah. it happens though. Well, no, so, not often. No, specifically mm. that, right? The, the, the idea of the black, uh, the brother going to hug her in court, the judge coming down to hug her in court, the, 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 um, the officer patting down her hair, all of those things in isolation, that mm. is exceptional. Like that yeah. is not in the normal. What we are saying, though, is there is that pattern of expecting black people to rise above it, expecting people to accept and to forgive. Black people, it's, it is automatically expected that no matter what they do to you, no matter what you have been mm, through, mm, it's that yeah. turn the you other cheek, right? Turn yeah. the yeah. Cheek. But always be the better. To be a hundred percent clear, like what I'm, what I'm saying is that what I don't want to do is speculate on why or whether or not the brother should have 
sort of what he needed yeah. to do in yeah. order to move on with his life. Mm. That mm. bit, I yeah. think that the mm. the responses and the the think pieces and stuff that went around that focused on that, I don't, I wouldn't, no. I don't want to do. I, I don't think yeah. that's yeah. right no, no, no. because yeah. I think that is a personal thing. Absolutely. But I yeah. think it does throw up. Um, interesting conversation which touches on what you were just talking about today in terms of that turn the other cheek and I think as a community we do there are certain narratives that we need to stop playing into like we need to stop playing into the white women being the victim in every single situation Mm. but we need to stop playing into that but I think it's very difficult to do so this is the problem when when things happen like in in media and they're current it's very they give they allow us to have conversations about things that have been happening for a long time, right? So I think it's unfortunate that when these things happen, like the brother shouldn't have been the focus. No, he shouldn't. Because actually what happened, um, when the shooting shooting happened in Charleston, like with, um, what was his name? It's not Philando Castile. I mean, the fact No, that- no, no, no. The, you know the one where he went to the church? Dinner roof and shot That's nine it. people. Yeah. I actually yeah, yeah, wrote a blog about, it's called like the pathology of black forgiveness. And that was literally because the same thing happened. So there was a thing about people going publicly and saying they forgive Dylan Roof and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And so I think in a way, the brother is periphery to it because it's not, he's not done anything that's out of the ordinary Mm. in the sense that that's happened more than once when we've had an atrocity like that with white people. But also I think the main thing to focus on is the judge and the police officer, because I feel like what they Mm. did was actually very unprofessional. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And also I feel like, I don't know. I just, a, a different story, but I'm not sure if you heard about this. Um, uh, the wife of an American diplomat who um, mm-hmm. hit, and, hit and run this kid, 19 years old, flew back to America. And they, I was watching this. Um, oh, and then they wouldn't bring her back yeah, home. She's, yeah, she's yeah, either yeah, not yeah, coming yeah. back for diplomatic community or what. But yeah, I was watching yeah. this. Um, I think it's Sky News. They have this like discussion. And some of the panelists on the show were talking about, but would you, what what would you do in that situation? It's the way that they sort of treat particularly white criminals in mm. a more sort of human sense. What, yeah. what are they going but through? But think about their thoughts and feelings and their mental yeah. and Especially yeah. women. And yeah. as soon yeah. as you see it's that black guy, as soon as you see that black criminal, yeah. it's a different situation. It's it just, does, oh, he has no mental health that no, you need yeah. to concern yourself Absolutely with. Absolutely not. No, there are no feelings of significance. Complete thug, maybe, possibly. He was probably listening to that gangbang amusing there we go yeah if we compare these two cases right so looking at how amber geiger who was was guilty was caught had witnesses was convicted fairly 10 years 10 years that's not not fair compared to the big story of the year uh with jerell jerome's emmy oh when when they see us yeah when they see us compare those exact two stories right Mm. To this day, the prosecutor refuses to apologize. And they were not, children. Not hug. Yeah. Not 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 to say I forgive you. No. Apologize. Not even yeah. apologize, acknowledge. Mm. Let's start with yeah. let's start. Do you know say? Yeah. Not even to say Small, honey. Maybe no not even to say maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Mm. Just yeah. just yeah, as you say, just mm. the window of opportunity yeah. for apology. Like she is not even edging close to that moment. No, no. Nothing in there. No. And, and, and even till now, it still feels like with these guys, Amber, oh, wow. Amber Geiger is the victim of this story. Mm. You know, she's... 100%. She, she mm. needs forgiveness. Yeah. She needs... Because what she's going to go through in there... Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and it's, it is, like we say, it's a similar narrative that is constantly and consistently repeated. Mm. Like mm. the... Um, 
There's an article, I don't know if it was in the Metro or the Standard. Yes, you're talking about the posh boy who did That made me so angry. Oh my God, I'm so angry about that. Do you know what I've just thought? Even the fact that we call it the Amber Geiger story yeah. gives credibility. It's so true. Yeah. I, yeah. I literally just thought about we mentioned we've mentioned her na- like her name is now more I'll, more mm. popular than yeah. Bottom Jean's Bottom name. It's like saying George Zimmerman. We've we've almost yeah. forgotten about the, the black kid yeah. that he killed. Yeah. Trayvon Martin. I think we need to we need to. And I say we because like literally me too because I even yeah. just had to look up who she like calling yeah. calling her Jean Botham's killer yeah. rather yeah. than calling yeah. her Abigail. Like I don't even think yeah. we should. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should. Her. We shouldn't keep giving her name. Yeah. No, she no, is no. the only reason I know her is if because she's, she's Jean Botham's Botham, Botham yeah. Jean's killer. That's the yeah. only yeah. reason I know her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. And I'm not saying to dehumanize her like in a sense, but no, I am. Okay, but reparations. The only way I know her is because she's Botham Jean's killer. So why should? And yeah. he is the central story. Yeah. Like yes. his death is the story, not yeah. a tragedy. And yeah. uh, any last points on this before I take us on? I mean, me personally watching Botham John's um, brother say, can I give you a hug? Mm. For me, I felt like maybe this is for me as a Christian, seeing someone, if someone killed my, my mother, my brother, my dad, I would my want pet to goldfish, listen. My pet goldfish, my hamster, like stepped on my toe. Yeah. Where, where do you want to go? If someone wrongs me mm, in any off. degree. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. And so for me, watching him say, can I give you a hug? In that moment, I was like, I wish I could do that. So, no, yeah. I know I'm not ready. In, yeah, in that to moment, that. I was like, "Haiki, you're a better man than I could yeah, ever." That's what I feel be. like. Yeah, that's I, what I feel like. But personally. I think if we, if we, if we, we can do that, if we take it outside the context of white supremacy and and race, and I think part of it is not actually just. And I'm not. I can't speculate on him. I don't want to speculate on him mm-hmm. specifically. No. But I'm talking about in general, black people's attitude towards forgiveness, especially when it comes to white people. Mm. It's not. I, I think it's I feel like there's an, so much history. Yeah, and I think like you really an, separate yeah. it. And not even that. I think there's an element of of Stockholm syndrome and mm. psychological trauma. And I I don't think that we can even necessarily like that level of forgiveness, especially as a Christian. Yes, it's aspirational, mm. but if it comes from a place where it's actually like you've had so much mental trauma that you actually don't know when it comes to your oppressors how to appropriately em- emote things like anger and give your anger and your grief the the appropriate time. And there's a normal, there's a normal grieving process, like psychologists and psychiatrists know when mm-hmm. you have a death, especially like a death like that, mm-hmm. in terms of the anger, in terms of the blah, 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 like the phases of, of grief. And I feel like black people very often are, are dehumanized in a way that makes them actually shorten that, that appropriate grieving period yeah, that I people think, normally have. And then we're yeah. like, oh, they've forgiven people and be like, oh, that's amazing. I'm like, is it, or is it the fact I that you've been dehumanized to the point that you no longer are allowed the space to emote in the way that other people are? Mm. I think that's a very interesting point because that whole, when you think about that whole grieving process, that's not something, and that mm, emotional maturity, that isn't something that a lot of people are taught. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not a part of, especially when you dive into like single parent households and all of that, like emotional maturity will be, the one of the last things on the list especially when it comes to dealing with something as big as grief so I think that's one point but also I think that that idea that in order for you to have um achieved like peak forgiveness or Mm. so to speak you have to like 
hug that other per or that other mm -hmm. person has mm. to be involved. Like that yeah. whole concept of closure. Yeah. Like I've been reading a few things this week and exploring that, and I just don't know if that's what it is. Like no, why do especially I, not when it comes mm. to abuse. Why do I, it's not. Yeah. Why yeah. do I have to like have that confrontational moment with you or that mm. like or hug you or why is that defined as like peak forgiveness or mm. peak closure when it, it, it doesn't mm. have to be like I could no. there are plenty of things that people have done wrong and um to me and I'm over it but as far as they're concerned I'm we're not talking we're and yeah, yeah we're not hugging I'm not gonna be like oh yeah to yeah. be Mm. to have dealt with yeah. that past situation mm. okay. and, and loving someone does not mean not wanting them to have consequences we have yeah. consequences for our kids all the mm. time because we love them yeah. so because I love you and I forgive you doesn't mean mm. that I don't want you to face consequences for your behaviour yeah. no I think a life for a life as far as I'm concerned ten, 10 years is just not enough <laughs> so that's, I'm sorry I'm just going straight for so I will hug you it, like, if I could if I could be him you know in that moment if I wanted to if, the thing is I, I don't even know it, if I'd want I could, to but like, that's, that's just it that's, but that's me that's, but that's life for a life as far as i'm concerned a life for a life i feel so, like that is a very sound mentality so that's that's interesting then because that was the next topic right prison sentences and whether or not actually prison is uh still an appropriate way to deal with crime to deal with re rehabilitation so where this has come from is on the timeline i think the last few weeks there have been a lot of things that have triggered people to rethink the way we do criminal justice, the way we do justice in general, right? Is the answer longer prison sentences? Is the answer locking people away? Is that actually going to reform society and reduce the crime? Because if we're starting with life for a life, Alex, I'm going to have to come back to you, sir. Mm. I don't know. I feel like for me... The prison system, like like any system, specifically the justice system, isn't isn't perfect, and there's definitely like a lot more that needs to get done, and a lot more that I mean, there's a lot of sort of prison gangs. There's a loads of things. There's lots of things happening in that system that needs to be reformed. But whether we need to completely get rid of it, I certainly don't think so. It's not something that we need to get rid of. You take a life. You need to go somewhere and understand that what you did was a very bad thing. Okay, but does not, it only does it only work then for? Uh, for the ultimate crimes, the the big ones, the the murders, the uh, grand theft, uh, larceny, treason, all of that. Because take for example, just a week after the Botham Jean case, we heard of the juror who was sentenced to ten year ten days in prison. Yeah, for not and, doing and a year long and a year on parole for oversleeping. Oh, was it a year on parole as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know and that. I think, I think he'll have a, if he doesn't do, in terms, he'll have a record, basically, a criminal record. Exactly. But then I year. think the question is more about it's the more justice about the system. It's system, It's not yeah. about prison. It's but about... Prisons are part of it. So but you could prison. argue that if, as long as we have a prison system, it will be, it will be administered inequitably, which means that mm. in order to... I, I mean, hmm, I, I think a lot, a lot of times, sometimes when things on the timeline get... Um, airtime there is an element of people wanting to be keep controversial up. not mm. even that but also keep up with the with the woke thing mm. oh yeah so because Great a lot thing. of the woke yeah so a lot yeah. of the woke people are like we should abolish prisons everyone's like oh yeah i don't believe in prisons and i'm like have you thought this through yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> no i feel like some people necessarily haven't, haven't actually thought this through i when i was in university i was this is um, saying you're all dumb 
When I was in university, I used to be there's a thing called the Howard, um, Howard Penal Reform Society, which is about reforming prisons. Hmm. Um, and I was a part, well, when I say I was a part of it, I went to two meetings. I think the first one they had like free food, but um, <laughs> like, I think I so, so they're unlearned, <laughs> but you're just there for the free food. <laughs> I'm just there for the free oh, food. All right, then, um, but I think. <laughs> Like, I definitely think there needs to be drastic reform in terms of what we put people in prison for. Okay. So I definitely think there has to be, I definitely think a lot more of our non-violent um, criminals should not be in prison. Agreed. Like, I just don't, I don't yeah. think things like fraud, I don't even think things like... Um, what, fraud? N- yeah, fraud. I don't think things like uh, minor drug offences. I just don't think you should be in prison for that. I don't think, what? I don't think I it think serves Depends me. on how much you fraud. If you fraud no. like a whole bunch of people out of their livelihood, out of their pension, out of all of that, they deserve to go to prison. No, but I don't know. No, because the thing is, is this? I don't know. Yes, this is this is coming from a four one nine here. Wow. As the resident Nigerian, full Nigerian. Well, yeah, this is your name, isn't it? I'm out here like, wow, you people do fraud like that. <laughs> but no, out I'm here just trying to free your people. <laughs> but yeah. out here like, Listen. free them, mate. <laughs> I'm just trying to free your people. Like, hey, I'm hey, on your side, hey, and hey, you're. Getting at me. Hey, Nizzy, you're hotting it up. Allow it. Allow it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, because I think, think about it. I think we have to think about like the greater good, like what's more productive for society, like what's going to actually help people. And I think if you have non-violent offenders in prison and you, if you put a bunch of people who have all been involved in nonsense in the same place and allow them to com- communicate and spend time with each other, do you know what's going to happen? They're going to exchange ideas and they're probably mm. going to come out as bad, if not worse, not ever before. Probably. Honestly, when, went in because I had got caught with a blunt. Came out, yeah. I'm and like you were criminal. I honestly generally think no, that like, people, people, the, the reoffending rate is so Nessie, high. They yeah. keep them separately. It's the crowd. crowd they don't keep them that separately. They're they allowed to mingle separately. Oh my goodness! You, you, they don't socialize. If you're, yeah, they socialize. But if you commit a minor offense. You're not going to be in with a serial killer. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying even if you put 10 minor offence people together, 10 people who've committed minor offences can come together and mastermind a major offence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even... I'm like, no, but like, you add 10 ones, you know what you got? Mm. A 10. A 10. <laughs> no, but honestly, you know in the Bible where it says bad company corrupts good character, you could go into prison and probably not even be like an awful person. You could go mm. in as, as a young teenager or just like just out of your teens and have been yeah. part of a... Um, I don't know a gang or just been part of something where you did something kind of stupid and by the time you come out of prison 10 years later you are now hardened and you're able you've, you've now think, spent your time wrong. I just don't I, think it I, I don't think, think it makes there sense there is there is something in what you said that I agree with just one part and I think that actually two parts so I think the justice system I think that is what does need to be reformed mm. like step one if you're in prison for any weed based offences you're free to go because yeah. my brother what about cocaine? We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, so is, is no, I said, even if we say weed, right? I said weed. I said weed. Even if we weed. But why weed? Yeah, what makes because it Because that is not a, a, a hardcore hard drug. drug. No, but it was illegal at the time in which you went to prison. That is not a hardcore drug. But it was illegal at the time you went to prison and you knew that. It is a class... But the point is, at the time in which you went into prison, you knew that it was illegal. So, if- it, no, I'm not talking about its legal status right now. I'm talking about it is a minor drug as 
as defined by the white man's you, law. You argue that it's a minor drug, okay? But for somebody, for example, whose child has now descended into psychosis because they were sold weed by somebody, or because they've managed to purchase weed and they now they've now got a because there is a there's a connection between hardcore skunk and like mental illness. So for that, that parent, they might be like, to you, that's a minor thing. But now that has completely ruined my child's life. I want that person to be in prison. So I think okay, if we're going to start talking you, about, I hear you, but. Mm-hmm. Do you know why, what debunks that argument? What? It's now legal, so... No, but even... But there's so many things that are legal that are not... I don't think are right. Like, I don't, I don't mm, even know if don't I think know alcohol should be, le- should be legal. Dis- but well, well all I'm doing... All I'm doing is... I am, I am reading... We, we, we reside in the UK. <laughs> the I am reading from the White Man's day, Handbook and... Marijuana is still not fully legal. <laughs> Tales from the Plantation. Wait, I'm not what? endorsing marijuana usage. <laughs> No, wait, what are you saying? It's not fully legal in this country. What? Oh, yeah, in this country. That's what's yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but it's, it's gonna be eventually. Yeah, yeah eventually. Like, we'll get it's there. Not, but the point, no, but like, it's like, my, obviously, my don't do is, drugs, don't do drugs, kids. Like, disclaimers, no, all of that. No, jazz. no, no, don't do it. But alcohol's a drug. Oh, okay, oh. dabble in some drugs. Um, no, don't. I'm telling you not to do drugs. <laughs> Where are we going <laughs> right don't now? Don't do any drugs in my book. That, that was, that Apart, was I mean, my joke. thing is... Those prescribed by your medical practitioner. I mean, my thing is... <laughs> for, even for still... The, I mean, no. even those, yeah. Even still, because you can get weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can. Well, yeah. Mm. You Go can on, get sorry. weed. On, sorry, no, no, no. I, do, I, I just love you watching can, you guys. You can actually get weed I was about to make a point. I was like, no. You can, but I don't think it's like... It's no, you actually it's, can it's get weed prescribed in the UK, but you have to. You, there's something very specific. Yeah, you have. You have to, yeah, have. you have to very specific. I think it's a special pain clinic in London where you can get a specific type. Yeah, but yeah, I do. Yeah. What yeah, I'm saying all this is specific and specific and specific and specific. <laughs> but you can get it right. Okay, but the point is, right, if cool. you're not, nah, nah, it's it, cool. Alex, proceed. one question: If they made cocaine legal in ten years' time, would you then think that? Would you then say that all the people who've been put in jail for cocaine you should also be released listen I am a woman of my word I'm afraid I will need you to answer the question I am a woman of my word if the white man's law says it's legal free the people them Mm -hmm. alright fine Mm -hmm. free the people them consistent consistent and I do think it's very interesting that the people that are (laughs) I'm sorry Alex I keep cutting you but she keeps keeps winding (laughs) me up (laughs) Alex if it makes you feel better I will mute her I'll mute her mic in a bit you know the muted mic won't stop me she will actually come to this mic. Literally. <laughs> I've done it before. For me, it's the people. <laughs> <laughs> the whole podcast, you're just going to hear me go, but the people. But the people. But the people. But the people. Inside. 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 <laughs> Get down. Put them out Free them out Yeah. That's the one. Uh, but for the most part, the people who are in prison for the weed and cocaine related substances are of a certain hue for the most part. And it's that point that for the most part, the rich people, the people who make that money, the politicians and whatever, they're not necessarily going to be put in prison for the weed, for the cocaine, for all those other things. Again, it's the fact that the justice system is broken. But so an argument is, is that in order for us to reform the justice system, we need to reform the very principle of the idea of prison. Because otherwise, if you're just going to keep the same, the the prison system, but you're just going to try and like, make changes to it it will still be administered in a way that's not equitable so yeah i think the reform that i would like to see with prisons is less around the concept of a prison and more around rehabilitation because i think that's the important bit so i think i don't think that you should be able to just 
sit in prison and do and i'm gonna be honest like, i don't know what you can and can't do in prison like i am not clued up i'm not that girl i may have grew up in south but that was not my lived experience <laughs> do, you know, do you know what's i think for me the 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 big thing is like you say, it's not about what happens while they're in prison there's options for what they can do and programs they can put in while people are in prison for me the bigger part if prison sentences are meant to be until someone is rehabilitated with the intention of bringing them back into society, there needs to be better planning for what happens when they come out. Mm -hmm. Because as we know right now, there is that stigma already. There's the heavy restrictions Mm -hmm. on what uh, anyone with a record can do. Like we're, we're, I think even here, for want of a better phrase, we have it easier. When you compare it to what's going on in America, to other countries with harsher r- laws around parole and how long you remain part of the system even once you've exited it. Mm. Because think about it, this, this guy that we started the story with, uh, this section with, 10 days in prison, one year on parole. Mm. And it means if he does anything to reoffend in the time, anything, anything, anything that includes anything to re-offend. missing an appointment, yeah. that include. So he went in because he overslept. If he oversleeps again while on parole, he's back in prison. Yeah. If he if he jaywalks, back in prison. Mm-hmm. And because the system so is so racist and corrupt, a white police officer will find any reason they can to put him back. Basically. But I think he actually could just be sitting in his house watching TV. Yeah. And a white woman walks in and says. <laughs> <laughs> this my house now bish <laughs> yeah literally a, 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 any interaction with the police is reason enough for you yeah. to go back in i was listening to meek mill he did a uh he did an interview mm. uh, on colbert i watched that uh yeah. to promote his book no tv series um about kind of what he went through in his experience in the parole system mm. and it is it, it, it's damning to see just how long the effects are. Mm. So I think for me, yeah, prison, regardless of whether or not we abolish them, whether we keep them, there needs to be more done around rehabilitation. Absolutely. Because like you say, someone can go in just having been uh, the the send-out. Like, imagine if we look at Top Boy for an example. You go in there and... Wait, no spoilers. I've not finished it. (laughs) Sorry. I just... I didn't know where you were going and I just know that where I'm at is quite crucial. So I don't... I caught you just in time, didn't I? Yeah, no, you did. You did. You were about to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, to to be (laughs) be completely honest, you've had more than a month to watch it. (laughs) So at this point, it's your fault. Yeah. No, I hear that. I haven't watched the film. But I can understand that. that. Because so, there's all that hype around it. You want to yeah, take, you want to savour it, I man. I want to die that. down. I want to like enjoy it leisurely. Like don't, don't okay, add so, my viewing habits. So, so, so in summary, <laughs> you could go in for a wrong place, wrong time, and you're just caught up as part of a group of people who happen to be there. You could be an accomplice. And you come out with no prospects, no ability to get a job. Your education's done because they've kept you in for too long to go back to school. What other option do you have but yeah. to go back in? And I think for a lot of for a lot of people that come out, I've heard secondhand <laughs> that <laughs> it's quite difficult to move your life on afterwards. So even yeah. if you do go into prison for like a couple of years or a months or whatever, 
when you come out, you are branded mm. essentially forever. Like it's difficult to get a job. It's difficult to um, build or develop or have any type of life career life. It's difficult to Romantic rent. relationship. Mm. It's difficult to Actually, meet. No. No, it's difficult to. I mean, it is, but I, I say it's I'm hard. thinking about it in the black community. I feel like we're we're less judgmental of um, no, like ex cons. Like, like, no, like, can yeah. I just stress? <laughs> side note, yeah, I was speaking to someone on a dating app a couple of years ago, and he said um, three funny pick pick a number one, two or three. I tell you a funny story. His funny story no, it was not that he was an ex con. Was that he got? He was in prison for the for the riots. It wasn't funny stories. Actually, it was like oh something I don't know or something I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't he was in guess for about six you. months of the riots. Yeah, and I didn't I believe mean, it for so long because you know me. I'm like <laughs> everything yeah. is funny. Always making a joke. Whatever. He sent me his mugshot. Oh, I was like, eek, archives. So, so was, that, was, that, was that no? To, to, sorry, to separate. To, sorry to can I just ask this question? Was that a deal breaker? Uh, yeah, but oh, no. not because he was in prison. Mm. Because he used it as an opening. <laughs> that makes well, you like, dumb. Half because he got caught, and half because that's not an interesting story. And you no, <laughs> I just especially if you want to date someone, just, you, yeah, you don't like, go like. like that, that, let's that, talk about that. Would be my red flag. Not that you were actually in prison but the fact that within like two weeks of me knowing you yeah, yeah, you yeah. told me that you're in prison for that, six months also, for a riot I was like everyone rioted like bare huh? people didn't get caught why were what you, you everyone you no 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 I was sat <laughs> at my home <laughs> I was I was sat my at my home watching BBC News I was a and being like <laughs> what is going on like, I, was like, I think it was a Wednesday on? I was at Premier Inn what's wild is I had come back from I'd come back from a summer camp so it was like a um, Pathfinders camp where I was one of the um, like guides leads whatever so did you say I'd Pathfinders? Been, yeah, yeah you and Pathfinders? no no but I was just leading it so I, the the reverend at school ran one and then he was like do you want to come because I did oh so like, that's an SDA thing it's not an SDA thing. It's just a Christian. Okay, thing. can we just move on? <laughs> sorry, I'm just confused because Pathfinder is all I have. Sorry, go on. And, My um, goodness. So I'd been away for the full week when uh, Tony Duggan was shot. Didn't know anything about it. We hadn't. Mark. Mark Duggan. Mark. Sorry. Um, I was actually like Tony. I didn't yeah, I know. I was thinking, name. is it? Like, like, I can't remember. Yeah, go on, go on. I know his last name was Duggan. Came back on the next day. So I think it must have been like the day after he was shot. I'd just gone out to um, catch up with some of the other counsellors or whatever. Came back at maybe four or five. So this is like normal time. It's not like I'm out late, late. And my dad was going mad. He's like, where have you been? Today, today we'll be calling you. Where have you been? What's it? And I was like, dad, it's five o'clock. Where's the stress? And then I go into the living room and I see the madness. Mm. I was like, Wow. Just, to change my previous answers, Dad, I weren't there. Oh, <laughs> I was not there. We do, however, we did go to someone. Uh, <laughs> Harry and I went to school with someone who did get arrested for actual stealing. Well, she drove the getaway car. No. Yeah. 
That I just. Oh, it's okay. She was white. I just feel like. <laughs> I'm, just, I mean, just, it was the dumbness of it. Seeing people walking around with bags of rice, you know, and like literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally, like someone apparently, like you know, was walking past, saw like all the all the riots happening, whatever, saw an Argos and went in and got something and then just left. And it's just but sort it's of people like people walking down the streets with big fifty-inch plus TVs. I'm like, how? Like, what was your get-out strategy? Yeah, because. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but the London I live in, I feel like my face is constantly being recorded somewhere. Like, the TV everywhere. You got on the bus with a TV that you stopped. Like, the defence clause was very clear. If you look at the legal, the penal code of the UK, it's right there under the who gone check me, boo. It's there. Check it. Yeah, for real. That's all wild. Mm. What? Hold on. What were we talking about? I've completely. We're talking it. about the justice system. Justice system. How did we get into? Yeah. The, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Your I mean, is out here. I don't, like, back. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think we've criminals. answered the question. So no, 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 no. That's not. That's not how I'm going out. <laughs> you got, that's not, nah. Nope. You stop it. To stop it. By a criminal. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> and this is part of the problem, guys. That we're calling these people criminals. But they are by definition. His chat up lines were criminal. I, stab, I said what I said. I just, no. So I think we haven't answered the question. Should we abolish prisons? No. 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 Should, should we, we change-, change how they're run? Yes. yes. Okay, but why should we not abolish prisons? Like, specifically, why should we not abolish them? Because I'm not finna live next door to a rapist. It, oh, you know what? That's a very good I feel like yeah. we did. I feel <laughs> like we do have <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I think, I think And I don't are... feel like, if I, if I abide by the law, I don't feel like those who... Mm, no I retract that if I go through life and I have people vexing me left right and centre and I don't kill you and someone else does kill I feel like we should not I want to be rewarded for the fact that I'm letting you live on this earth walk and breathe and you're my enemy and you're still walking and breathing I want to be rewarded for that I feel like I deserve more of a life than somebody who gave in to that call. I, my mm. thing is, I think we should abolish, um, I think we non-violent offences, I think we need to just rethink the whole thing, whether we need to people, put people in prison for non-violent offences. I think there should be, um, I think people who should be in, deprived of their liberty are rapists, serial killers, paedophiles, basically people that we, do, we know to be unsafe and that we have no guarantee that if we let them out in society, they wouldn't, do the do same it. thing again and they have not they've not shown any sign. and also i think because it's very hard to to know when somebody like that has been rehabilitated i just don't think somebody who's a violent rapist at any point you could be like oh this person is no longer a threat yeah a threat because yeah. i think it's very like who's gonna do that a psychologist and if yeah. you're a smart person you can mm. game a psychologist like psychopaths do that all the time like, mm. they know what to say mm. yeah so i just think those kind of people just need to be they need to be locked up it's, it's yeah. the end of the a life. life has been ruined essentially by a person yeah. who either raped or or whatever the crime was and i feel like it's just it's not enough to just go well let's try and help them yeah, rehabilitation yeah, yeah. is important but, but punishment is, punishment also, is, is very important, important too. and that's the other thing like, that's it. the yeah. idea that we, the only reason we put people in prison is to rehabilitate them and i think that's also a christian perspective as well because i'm, I'm sure people won't twitter won't be happy with that but as a christian i believe that not only do we really rehabilitate people but i believe there is i think there's a divine justice i think people need to be punished sometimes for their actions i think it's important for the person who's been wronged as well i think there should be some punishment and i think part of that punishment is that your liberties are deprived um, yeah, and for all of my 
accusations of constantly being on the fence or being the safe one. I completely agree with the rest of the crew here. Oh my gosh, you are always on the fence. <laughs> I told you, I told you, if, if, is this, if this podcast is ever cancelled, Tunde will just go on to make another one. <laughs> <laughs> and he will you, remain oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to force you to come down. Is it, uh, Mr. Speaker, I'm reclaiming my time. Is that a four? I noticed the one time the he didn't come down on the fence is a, is a, is a topic that really, yeah, I mean, are going to argue with him? Nah. What? No, I want to go through some, of, goes, some of our oh, backlog um, topics. Just for the record, I'm going to come down hard on this one. I think serial killers should be in prison. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? For the, for I the... want to go through some of our backlog topics and just get a, do a quick fire like five <laughs> minutes today. Where are you for? That or should be an episode. That should be this year's Christmas episode. Christmas that episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I am a hundred percent. Prisons are still needed. We do need to adjust the justice system, but prisons are needed as part of that. I don't think the complete abolition is. Uh, either good or safe for society. Because you know what will happen? No, the way that our society is voting at the moment, will vote for the abolition of prisons. And in... How be, long has be it been? Three, three years. Be three years' three time, years. we'll still be going... Oh, well, exactly how are we going to abolish prison? <laughs> Do we be... actually want to abolish prison? What we need... A new prime minister. Uh, yes. And a second referendum. Will it be a hard abolition or will it be a soft <laughs> abolition? <laughs> Semi-hard, semi-soft. Like we what? need to listen to the people. They want to abolish prisons. How are we going to do it? We've got no idea. Are we going to do it? Who knows? But this is, do you know what? This is who knows? Someone who I was watching on YouTube, she was like, just because I want to abolish prisons doesn't mean that I have another alternative as yet. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. I was it like, is that kind of logic? <laughs> no, I was like, that got out of the EU. Like, no, no, no. That we're in right now. But I hear no. But I, I hear no. But I actually hear that because I think sometimes, especially on social media, you're not allowed to like work through something. Yeah, yeah. I think you. So that's exactly how I feel. Like even when I talked about mixed race women. I don't know right now how I categorize things. I just know I'm thinking through it and I don't, something's not right about the current system. I don't have a good alternative yet. I just yeah, don't. but my, would you vote for the abolition of prisons tomorrow? No. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, oh. Yeah, occasionally we get told it's, uh, it's a bit too serious. It's a bit too serious. So that's kind of part of the reason why Alex is in the room today. Because as... Many of you have commented, heard, are fully aware of, I have cancelled Mr. Kanye West. Ugh. Wait, what? I thought you was in his fan club. We will fight. This is another one of <laughs> why are you wearing Tunde's controversial you wearing but non controversial statements. <laughs> <laughs> the whole of Twitter is still on the fence. <laughs> but why, why are you wearing a Yeezus hat then? And the Yeezus top? Because you, cause you know you love him still. I like you know you I love him still. You know you're like part of my team. Why do you look like easy? I know Alex, you're part of my team. <laughs> wow. Same all black men look the same. My no. team. I will give you a few moments yes. uninterrupted okay. to defend your guy. I will okay. not be silenced for the record. All, all I'm going to say about, about this amazing genius 
You better say it on what the I'm say, what I'm say, Listen, I'm going to say that this amazing genius mm-hmm. is that he was told no on several different occasions. Told, you can't produce, you can't rap, you can't design your own stuff, you can't start making your own stuff, you can't make a fashion line and all these other things. And he backed it up. He is literally doing his own thing. Now, is he... <sighs> Is he sane all the time when he's saying some of these things? Probably not. He's not always lucid. And there's certain things that are, uh, he says that I'm like, yo fam, I'm not really fully with you on that one. When he said that slavery was a, w- I was was a choice. I was just, that was going to be I'm my I'm so sorry. Like, I, and you know what? I, f- I feel like very often when I talk about, you know, obviously we've had mental health, you know, uh, day recently. So I feel like I, I got to backpedal a lot of the things I just said about sanity and whatnot. But at the end of the day, like... <laughs> It's, it's just safe space. Yeah, safe space. I just I just feel like you know what there are some things that you say in the moment and you don't think. And I feel like very often he says things and he keeps saying, "Oh, I ain't got no media training, bro. You're a millionaire. You should get some media training at some point." You like at some point. Yeah, now. you can afford that now. Yeah. But the fact is, every time I hear his music, I I feel it, all right? So, and, have you listened to the latest album? I've heard ye- I've heard yeah. I've heard I've listened to yeah. The, the next one what's that's coming song? out is what's Jesus. What's the song track? The uh, next one's called what now? Jesus, Jesus King. Is is not been released to the public. It's yet, not been released to the public. It's coming out. He it's coming out it November time. Entirely white audience for the uh, first preview. Sorry, continue, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why is the coloring of the audience? Yes, I, I'd like to. I'd like to know uh, what that. Yeah, I'm just. I'll, I'll wait for you to come. I'll wait for you to come down hard on this one. Mm. I'm, I'm personally, <laughs> like I said. This is currently the Kanye defense section. Because well, all I wanted to know is yes. why, if this is the case, that, you know, he is still the same Jesus he's always been. Uh, what am I doing? Kanye. He's always been. Why is this? <laughs> no, he's even got you calling him Jesus. I can't. Why, why, why is it that his audience seems to look a little different than how it was when he first started? Well, it's quite possible that, that late registration actually... crowd doesn't uh... quite seem to look the same as the Jesus is King crowd. But then I think it's 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 making a point that at the same time I feel mm. like the audience has changed. But uh, you know, mm. I feel like college dropout. We would have probably suggested that mainly black people were listening to that. Mm. But all people were most likely listening to that. The the majority of people sure listen to hip hop. It's not the majority about, it's not of people, about all people listening to it. Yeah, it's the fact that we're not listening to it now. Oh, I I, I hear that, and that's why <laughs> I'm the only like Kanye defender in this room currently. But you know, as daily offender, <laughs> Kanye defender, you know, he says some things that I definitely disagree with. Mm. But he also says some things that I do agree with. Like what? Such as? Such as the fact that you can live out your dreams. You can work. I don't think he's peddled that message. The thing is, like, every inspiration account on Instagram. That's not a Kanye-specific Your Kanye defense is centered on things that he was doing 10 years ago. No, it's still centered on the things he's doing right now. He's making his own fashion line right now. He's actually making... defending... Okay, Kanye's listen, listen, line. I would not wear that myself. I'm just putting that out there. I would not wear that myself. literally makes sackcloth and ashes and sells them for like £400. I wouldn't, wear, I wouldn't wear any of the things I'm, that he isn't made. Isn't his fashion but, line include like tissues that were at Sunday like, service? But, like socks for like... Is this what is this what we're this is what fashion like I said needed. I don't I don't I don't is this fit. what fashion is this what the fashion community I mean listen I live with I live this every day whenever I say that <laughs> I, I I rep for that guy I just right? think I, I I feel it all the time and you know what the fact is I may not wear that fashion line but 
I'm very happy that he's got a fashion line. Are you though? I am. Why? What? Why not? But why? Why not? Why am I? Why am I happy that he's doing it? Because forever. What does it mean? What does it signify? It signifies that you can make it. It signifies Does that you it? can work There's so hard many people who have shown that you that, can yeah, make it are, without necessarily are... selling out your own people. I just don't I understand like why if was... you had to pick a role model, it would be Kanye when there's so many. <laughs> if, you about, if you want to talk I about, mean, about like, you celebrities just, is I'm a right. doing hmm? a fashion... Is he a role model for you? There are levels... Yes, he is a role model for oh, We can delete that out if you want. <laughs> <laughs> In the sense that I feel like... because I feel like Alex and never inviting him back again. I often feel... I just feel like, <laughs> that's cool. I just figure the term role model very often is that it has to be a person who lives has lived a completely almost blameless life, somewhat to a, to a certain degree that we can feel like, oh yay, he's he or yeah, she is no, my I role agree. model. I think yeah, that's a very valid point. Yeah, but we do put as a community, we do put too much pressure on people to be faultless before the throne of Twitter. But can yeah. we can we just pe- but, but the- to be clear. Kanye is very, very, yeah. very, very far away from being faultless. And can we? Like, he got yeah. strides like Mo Farah couldn't run. <laughs> can we also <laughs> just remind, remind us what, go. what he actually said, like in the past couple of days? Oh, uh, what the Howard? The Howard? He literally went to university and said, "I thought I was cancelled." No, 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 about slavery and there being a net. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, oh, we'll, get, that. we'll get we'll get we'll get something that like. Too. If there's a if, if there's, there's a, a slave sl- net, if they are throwing the slave net around, how, how about, about y'all don't all stand in the same place? And I was like, first of all, no, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. If they're throwing the slave net around, like a how net about, to catch slaves, right? How don't about all, you don't all stand in the same place? Yeah, like they should have dispersed. Okay, so Alex, I'm no, not, don't worry, I'll okay, wait. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> I'll wait. Fact is, as I've said, Mm -hmm. as I said previously, when he said slavery Mm -hmm. was a choice comment, Mm -hmm. I was very angry with that and I was very upset with that. And I'm feeling just as upset now to hear about this slavery now. Were we going to go down the mental health, sometimes not always lucid? Well, all right, cool. No, but we we can go down that route if we also acknowledge that Kanye has said he purposely chooses not to take his meds because he feels like it enhances his creativity. Yeah. So this is not, this is the mental health point is valid one but this is also somebody who declines the help that they need with yeah. them with their mental health problem mm. because they feel like it dampens their creativity do you know what i've always so they'd wondered? rather just be wild yeah do you know and i've also, also really always wondered do you think he would be the same kanye that he is today if his mum was still alive no i don't think i, don't think, I think the kanye we're seeing is a kanye who's very much in pain and yeah, yeah. and also if um, he had a married kid he's very much in pain I mean, I can see that obviously you're like <laughs> rolling your eyes. Like, so what are you far talking back about? His head, like, you couldn't believe. Kanye is in pain. To be fair, there's like, no, 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 but there's many people. Is. Like, why are, why are we negating his pain? It's a there's real pain. People there's people who haven't, who haven't has, just gone, yeah. you know what? The way I'm going to deal with this is by not educating myself, being completely mm, ignorant, yeah, right. and siding with people who actively look to do you harm. He might. To Day, you're being a little bit aggressive. I'm I'm scared. <laughs> Fear for my life. <laughs> I just, um, I am. Yeah. So so here's my thing, right? Like, I will not deny that Kanye is talented mm-hmm. as yeah, a musician, so as a producer. Can we not? Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Can we? Can what we not? What you saying? Mind is an exceptional piece can of literature. I'm just saying. Like, I just feel like, talent can doesn't we mean not? anything. Can, can we not? Like, he is he is skilled. <laughs> He is, however, 
not a role model. He's not someone that I would say that as a, you know what? It's unfair. Personally, because yeah. I won't do the whole as a black person. No, but I mean, you're welcome to. You're welcome to say that because no, that's your yeah. experience. No, no, so, you're welcome to say that. But I'll say as a part of your experience, personally, yeah. as opposed to trying to put it on everyone. There yeah. is no singular black experience. Mm-hmm. All black people are not the same. Mm-hmm. Word. Um, we are not a monolith. But personally, for me, I can't look at someone who, if it was the first time he said it, mm-hmm. and he was corrected, and he went away read up on it mm-hmm. take for example the recent one would be Jamila Jamil mm-hmm. who got called out for not knowing anything about George Bush's involvement in the Iraq war apparently mm. what uh, boy she got she got dragged it's wild because she's quite woke yeah is she yeah uh, she's I think she's woke in training <laughs> yeah I um, think she's awakening wow. correct she has morning breath um, but <laughs> what she did do was go you know what Fair play, I was wrong. I should do more reading into it before I go out and speak about it yeah. again. He has had that opportunity. He has that chance. He has the resources. This isn't a poor man. Mm-hmm. This isn't a man with no access to resource. Mm-hmm. This is someone who has the ability, who has the opportunity, and has taken neither. Right? For that, that for me is the reason why he's redlined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Honestly, if it was if it was as simple as just let me listen to his music and there is no uh he gets no money off of it or he gets nothing off the back of it, I still would because there were tracks. Mm. There was a day that I was I can't remember I, I searched for a song, I was like, Yeah, this is sick. But because he's featured on it, I couldn't play it on Spotify because I blocked him. Mm. I was like, Oh man, he's featured on this. Can you block artists on Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's, even good. if even if you accidentally do it and you just mm-hmm. it just wouldn't go, the song oh, came up, good. It just wouldn't play. Mm. Um, <laughs> Spotify saying <laughs> stand in your light. <laughs> <laughs> Keep I mean, accountable. Literally, no, on, on a on a real, I think like the like I said about the idea about a role model. I think that as an artist, as an artist myself, I look to him to a certain degree as a role model. Okay, I can see that, and I feel like very often when we talk about him. Obviously, he's a highly controversial person. And so in, in me saying he's a role model, you go, what? All that other crazy things that he said recently? Yeah. No doubt. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little bit super angry in my feelings about hearing about slavery nets and whatnot. And I, and I would feel away. So for me, as an artist, from artist to artist, I look to him. I look at someone who was told routinely, that you, stop, yeah. don't, you're whack. You're useless. You know what? Produce those beats. You're not going to rap on them. We'll give it to another rapper because you're useless, basically. He had to work hard to get himself where he is. So for me, as a person, as an artist, as someone who sees someone who worked hard, I respect him on that route, on that front. Plus, I love his music too. So, you know, that's just me. Uh, at what point? And I, I feel like this is a... Yeah, what does he have to say? What like? At what point do you like... Cancel. Yeah. But this is a consistent is problem there, with... Is there an end? This is misogynoir, and I'll tell you why, but go on. Sorry, what? What, me? No, wait, 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 what? For the listeners at home, both Alex and Buttons went, they did the double take, like, cartoon. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look, oh? Ca- carry on, carry on. Um, <laughs> no, tell <laughs> us, can we now? Can I finish? Who, who can? Uh-uh. 
No, 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 no. I would like to hear your point because you made like one sentence of the whole point and then went, no, continue. I'm like, no, I'm not going to finish my point. What is misogynoir is that I find very often that, again, in the same way that white women are extended forgiveness, black men in the black community are extended forgiveness in a way that black women aren't for being problematic, as in amongst other black men. So you're saying that if Kanye was a woman, I think black men would have cancelled her. I think black men. I don't know if black women would. I don't. I don't want to. But black men would definitely have cancelled her. Black I, men would have never accepted her to begin with. Well, this is the truth. I said it. Said what you said. Um, but think about Chrisette Michelle. So Chrisette Michelle didn't say anything. Oh, she cancelled. Cancelled. No, though. but she didn't say anything as wild as what um, Kanye said. She she performed at the inauguration a gospel song with Travis Green. Right. That's all. And Chris, to be fair to her, I don't think she'd be she'd be making money like that. So that was like a big opportunity for her. She did, she did that once. But Travis Green she, hasn't been cancelled. I was, mm. I was and Travis, and this is the other point. But Travis Green true. has not been cancelled. That's true. But Chrisette yeah. Michelle has been cancelled, and mm. she's actually. No, but there even, was something else she did because I can I deleted her. I cancelled her. I think that was the main thing she did. But then even she after this, that, she went on to try and redeem herself. She made a, a song called black girl magic oh, she made another yeah. song called black uh, strong black women she made another song boo, called boo, black lives matter boo. she has been trying no, to get uncancelled <laughs> and travis green literally was like i was saying for donald trump and then tweets like he was like intentional <laughs> 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 nobody cared like nobody cared oh and, and i just honestly think and even when i i know i was told i'm not really allowed to speak about this but let's talk about it uh, Keith Dubé and Two Shots of Tequila. What does he have to do? Are we going to cut a mic now? Or? No. <laughs> uh, what does he have to do for black men to cancel him? Because the main people that I saw defending him after they redug up the... Off- and for me, let, let me just be clear. The things that he tweeted for me are on a human level, unforgivable in the sense that God can forgive, I can forgive on a personal level. But in terms of his media presence, I don't think he should be allowed to... And especially because of his lack of apology. When I say lack of apology, he apologized, but he did not apologize. No, he did not apologize properly. He said some he, kind of. He acknowledged. He acknowledged that people would be offended. Yeah, he didn't and apologize. As somebody who finds it not difficult to apologize, it's very easy to apologize. As someone who often looks for crafty ways to not apologize, <laughs> you, what, you he, could see what that. he didn't do was, was apologize. apologize. What he is not your honor is sorry <laughs> exactly so what i'm saying is there seems to be a thing in the black community especially where black men especially those who are doing well and this is the argument that i saw for keith as well, for keith as well is that you guys are trying to take down the black man who's doing well as soon as he made his three shots of tequila you guys want to take him down why can't we support our own you're not always looking for reasons to drag him down people are just haters and it's kind of the si- similar like thing that oh Kanye west is inspirational because he's doing well for himself and he's achieved and therefore that negates the stuff that he said that is hurtful to people in the community. And I'm just like, at what point do black men get cancelled? When I say cancelled, because I don't even think cancel culture is a good thing, but at what point do we accept that somebody is not sorry? And they need to be consequences. Yeah. So, I think- so you can be, cancelled to me is like, cancelled is only if you're like, you're not sorry. So I don't, I don't, I don't think people should be cancelled if they are obviously apologetic, yeah. have taken steps to redress what they've done yeah. and are making efforts to, you know, like Address. push forward the conversation yeah. if they said something wrong. I'm talking about people who are re- unrepentant. Mm. So to me, Keith, Kanye, unrepentant people. So what point? I would say cancelled? I would say R. Kelly is cancelled in my my personal opinion. R- you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. you have to fiddle with kids to get cancelled. Let's let's link all of those things. Right? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm hearing. R. Kelly needs to be cancelled. 
R. Kelly definitely definitely is part of the reason why we need the prison system to still be there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You coming down hard and fast on the side. (laughs) Finally, no No longer on the fence. Once once again, R. Kelly, should he or should he not be? You see what I mean? We turn today's hot take. So what I will will say here is because we were going to go into this uh, the next anyway, so it's fair. Um, For Keith, I think the... I think this comes down to two sides. All the things he said about black women can't be like they, they can't run because there was there was a level of viciousness to it. Like joking about uh, domestic abuse in general can't mm, run. No, joking about domestic abuse specifically towards black women, like it's not funny. It's never been funny. Joking about domestic abuse about black women who are of darker skin and already more vulnerable. Not cool. Doesn't run. So all of that stuff, there is no two ways about it. There's a, there's a level of accountability that needs to be held there. You need to, to realize and accept that the apology you sent where you still end it with essentially corporate version of suck your mum if, you if you're not okay with that. It's, it, it, that's not enough like because that still hasn't that that to me still has the airs of oh well you know i apologize to anyone who may have found this offensive or who may have felt like i did something wrong I hate those kinds of apologies man they're non-apologies and i think he could he needs to do better the other side of all the controversy to be honest i I said it in the group chat. I don't think we need to get involved in that. Which or, one is he talking about? This is the bit with uh, the trademarking. Oh, I don't receipts. know about that. No. Like, it's none of our business. Really, until, I don't really care. It's, it's none of our business. We shouldn't care because until one side or the other confirms and clarifies what did or didn't happen, mm. the rest of it's conjecture and that's not what we're about. Yeah. But when it comes to what you're saying about that that unrepentant spirit, that decision to still be loud and proud in what you have said yeah i i don't think we give black women anywhere near the same uh the same amount of rope when it comes to go on you seem guys i've literally just been reading an article about chris and michelle and now i feel so bad why (laughs) she's had such a tough year Like no, like Loki, you won't even laugh. Really, I haven't. I don't know what's happening. She's happened. literally like been diagnosed with bipolar, no. depressed, yeah. like tried to commit suicide, had two miscarriages. Like, oh my gosh, do you see? Actually, see? had quite a tough year. Meanwhile, didn't Travis Green just win? Like, no way. Probably, like, yeah, probably. Some kind of Grammy or yeah. Definitely Double like or something. They always come harder on. Yeah, it's it's always like. Yeah, they do. Oh that. my gosh, that's so bad. Mm. Oh, that's great because I actually really liked her songs. Mm. Yeah, I do. I I, mm. I I to be honest, I didn't stop listening to her. I did. because I was just like, if I if I was cancelling every um. Everyone who disagreed or had different views. Well, Mary Mary would have been cancelled. Why? Because um, Tina said she. What did she say? She voted. For, she was said she, she voted, voted for, for Trump, Trump and she's going to pray Christian. for the president. He's sounds nonsense. I was like, I would never listen to Shackles again. Hmm. If I was going down I mean, that route, no, uh, no really love no. lost. I feel that's like <laughs> no, that's, a cla- that's a classic. That's. that's I mean, a, I could. To be fair, I could. Summer party yeah, classic. I could. <laughs> I could. I could. I could, right. I could, I could that, live that yeah. Mary Mary, like yeah. for sure. But I, I, mean, I feel like my me, my streaming habits of Mary Mary won't really affect their numbers. In- <laughs> 
any yeah, way, that's shape, true. or form. True, that's I don't remember the last time I actually chose to play it. Like, yeah. Wait, but Chris and Michelle, I, I would bang that out on a I daily. do bang Epiphany and quite a lot. I, uh, what, a couple of forevers? What, Porcelain Doll? What? Nah, it's all going back in. She's uncancelled. Congratulations, guys. We've achieved something. So we've just got a couple more. Amazing. Yes. No, yeah, I am Cancellor. It's done. That is, here, that is, here, it is carried. That is wonderful. <laughs> Alex, I thank you for your part that you played in this. I was happy to play. To be clear, Kanye is still cancelled. In your opinion. I'm all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all right with that. Uh, but talking, talking of uh, accountability, um, coming back home for a second and bringing it back down to seriousness. Back over the pond. Back over the pond. Uh, Football's coming up. Two days ago now? <laughs> I think I think it was Friday. Either yeah, it must have been Friday. Uh the No, Saturday. The story that came out about Baptiste uh I get I think I got his surname wrong. Apologies there. The fifteen year old boy who was stabbed in Croydon oh, yeah. while mm. in his school uniform. Oh my god. Um but when I'm talking about accountability, the question that I, well, the point that I wanted to raise is that the what, the mother of another 15-year-old child mm. who we, and by we I mean the Twitter timeline, suspects is the guy who stabbed Baptiste, mm. actually handed her son in to the police on Saturday. And I suppose the question I have for you is, did she do the right thing? Yes. Yes. To be fair, if I did some foolishness like that, my mum would walk me straight. Your mum? My (laughs) mum would walk me straight. Straight. No hesitancy. No hesitancy. Even if I was loosely involved. Loosely connected. She'd be like, you can question her, officer. She has some answers. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. From what I know of your mum, 100%. My mum would not quibble. My so, dad on the other arm. My dad put me in. Yeah, hiding. your dad. <laughs> your dad put me in Witsec. His own Witsec. <laughs> I, I actually the same thing about my parents. I honestly think my. Ooh, what would my dad do? Nah, your dad. Your dad would back it. Your dad would be like, she was here with me. Yeah, I think my dad would actually probably protect me. Yeah. Uh, I think and my mum would be like, you can't say that. I think my mum would be like, she she'd be she'd be distraught and she'd probably be sobbing. Yeah. On the way to the police station, but she had me in. I think my dad would be like, let's go to Jamaica on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> For a brief one. <laughs> I, tri- I booked the trip already. I swear. <laughs> but I, don't, I that's an important thing though. Like, so we've we've gone down what our parents would do was like my default reaction. But what if it were your child? Mm. What would you do? I would shop him. Really? I know it sounds really bad, but if it was another black child, I'd have to hand them into the police. Mm. But if it wasn't a black child, if it wasn't a black child, I'd still have to hand them into the police. But <laughs> <laughs> where you said that though, like. to be clear, you've convinced no one. Absolutely, no. <laughs> no, I would. In the situation, I would. I absolutely would. But I think, I think, especially. I, I know it's going to sound bad, but I'm just going to be honest. Especially if it was another black child, I would feel. I feel like I would I need with a lot anybody, more context with anybody's child. Going on, like, with anybody's it? child, I think if it's a child, especially mm. if it's a child, I think with anybody's child, white or black, to be fair, I would 
instantly handing it to police. Oh, if it wasn't, if, yeah. if my child does something to an adult, I'm like, no. If my child what? is an adult, sorry, wait, what? is it a ruckus? Hold on, why have you got beef with an? Why is an adult got beef with a child? This is the thing. I think if, <laughs> why, it's, if, it's, a adult, if so it's a full grown adult, if it's a full grown adult, I think I'm waiting. I think I want to hear the nuances of the situation more. So wait, you, you, but you if, it wasn't, if it was another child, regardless of the race, I'm handing straight to. If it's Tim or if it's Tunde, I'm handing straight to the police. I would love to be able to say with 100% certainty that I would do the same. So, <laughs> okay. But in, in that case, why do we think more pe- more parents aren't doing that? Because if we're keeping it 100... Because you know how they're going to be treated in yes. the system. Yeah. It's not... And, and mm. also, it's, but it's we, a protection. We said, we said just a few minutes ago that when it comes to violent crimes, they have to go to prison. But then... No, no, but this is as, this is, this is as an adult. I definitely think there's a difference between uh, how crim- how a child who does something should be treated to an adult. I don't. A ch- the reason we have a separate system for children and adults is because, and black boys aren't usually afforded this, the the knowledge that a child is not fully formed can, in can terms be of their reformed. frontal, lobe, yeah, and, and yeah. can actually has a much bigger chance of being reformed than than a, like a thirty year old man. Yeah. So I don't think. Like there was a, it was a situation actually like a mum is a, a white kid, but she found. Um, like his journals and he's talking about like shooting up his school basically taking like an AK-47 and going to his school on the anniversary of Columbine it was like oh. literally last week in the news and like killing everybody um, and she basically he hadn't done anything yet but she basically handed him to the police Wow. and she was like because I don't want to be it's, responsible it's, if yeah, my child it's was very it's, it's a very difficult journey that I imagine parents go through mm. knowing that because to some degree you failed your child right if your child is stabbing people, other humans, is taking other lives, you have to acknowledge that to some degree, as a parent, you failed. And I think if putting myself in that position as a parent, I would find that failure very difficult to contend with. So as much as my my default would be to protect my child from an unjust system, from a system that I know the odds are forever going to be stacked against them, my my default position is to protect that child with a fury that mm. is unmatched. Mm. But I would also be contending with the fact that as a parent, I failed. As a parent, my child is, um, you know, committing to what is a very serious problem in London. My child is carrying weapons. My child feels the need and is contributing to a violent culture. That is not what I raised them to be. So there is some um sort of there there is some like void between what I wanted for them and what I tried to raise them to be and what they have become and I have to accept or acknowledge my shortcomings in that Mm -hmm. and I think as a parent that's what I would find difficult so you know whether whether it would be like the police that I'd hand you over to or mental health services or oh, what? Mental health services. I mean, assume, I'm not. I'm assuming that doesn't. It's, I, like, there might I not be any know. mental health like, issue at all. Because you think about yeah. it, right? People like I know so many of my not so many of my friends, but I know people in my this, this age whole episode. Mates. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. This whole episode, you seem to just be linking yourself closer and closer I know, to criminality. To criminality. <laughs> <laughs> every 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 topic. Uh, th- you know, fraud's not so bad. Yeah, I did get matched with a guy <laughs> who was in prison. <laughs> Festival. You know, sometimes you gotta understand that you know you, you just gotta do a little bit of stabby stuff. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> Disclaimer, I did not I did not say that that last bit. Um, <laughs> and that you all heavy. grew up in South London, so you can chuckle along all you like, but we all know mm-hmm. yeah. you are at, mm-hmm. at, even if it's two degrees, I'd be shocked of somebody who I know nobody who's ever been involved in criminality. First of all, that is a damn straight lie. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. We probably have mutuals, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an outrageous lie. I'm trying to think. So, well, yeah. obviously, I'm not about to name and shame people's business. No. <laughs> Simon, no, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 Simon. We, don't Simon. we don't know anyone called Simon. Disclaimer, Simon, I swear, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop her. Free no, I just think there's, like, growing up, right, there are so many people that we know that got shipped. Mm-hmm. Now, it won't be because they stabbed anyone, but it was because their parents had to accept close. that there was a... A risk, a chance. Yeah, a risk, a chance. It's not going down a good route. Like, mm. it all gets a bit sticky. Mm. And I think you have to accept when, as a parent, you're not it. Absolutely. But um, but then, this is... Um, well, I remember when I put on Facebook once that parenting had something to do with knife crime, everybody dragged me. okay yeah it's a controversial opinion but i think it's true so the truth hurts i don't know what you else you want me to say i I mean i would say can i just say my hesitancy as well when it said when i said if there was a big difference if it was a black child and a white child here's a shuffle no the 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 is that especially in the justice in the justice system you know that if you're the victim is a white victim and if the victim is a black victim that is a that in that in of itself is a different situation in terms of sentencing, in terms of how it's going to be perceived, in terms of even the punishment that that person's going to get. That to me, that's that's obvious. And I feel like, especially if you're someone like America, if your child kills a white person, that's a wrap. That's God forbid it. it's a white woman. Hmm. That is a wrap. And if you're in a state where there's a death penalty, you putting your child, they're giving your child over to the police for hmm. for killing a white person. Hmm. But you this can was always here, right? you're you're basically being like. I feel like I, I feel could, like I could be saying on my child to, to literally have a death penalty. My reaction yeah. would be different if I was in period. the US. Oh, actually, hundred percent. No. Yeah, I think. Well, no, yeah. I would. Rather than if it I would was still here. say yeah. No, I would still. I feel I like that would, would that would no, definitely would. play into my thinking. It would play into my thinking about ultimately if my child killed another child. I need, mm. I need to. I need to. Say I don't. It, yeah. I it doesn't matter. That would be a very complicated situation. It would be black and white for me. Yeah, I'm not going to actually like, mm. I protect my own. I can't, I don't I'm think I could lie. live with the guilt because to, to see a mom <laughs> break down over their child, I don't mm. think I could live with that. Like no, regardless hard. of, I, not because I think I'm a great person, but I just think I couldn't personally deal with the sense of guilt. Mm. If I saw another mom on TV crying about her child, and I know my child is the one who did that mm. and she just wanted justice and she just wanted somebody to, to I know would what need happened. To know, I would need I to couldn't know the withhold situation. that information for her. From it's her. also, what am I enabling? You know, if I know that my child is potentially killed another child or harmed another child and i know that information yes it's going to be hard for me to shop them in but then what am i enabling is this child is my child going to then hurt another kid and then another kid and then another kid and or then even i have me. yeah like or know. me basically is it is it is a terrifying first of all that child will die before it comes at me <laughs> <laughs> to it be is, clear i will I, take mm, you it i'll put you in this world and um, i will take you, take you out, you out. we all heard it it is a hard decision to make and i think sitting here with a hypothetical obviously i'm going by what i think i would do i'm not saying that it wouldn't be hard for me to do it but i think at the end of the day like you have to start thinking more and more about this one life has been ruined. This one life has been taken. Mm. 
are they going to take another life? And more importantly, what is my life? What is my child's life going to be if they continue. if they if they think, well, my dad just let me go? And what about though? What about the the rest of it? So let's say these parents, because we, I think we are aware that there are parents out there who will know that their kids are involved in gang activities, whether that is stabbing, whether that's drug dealing, whether that's whatever. And they don't say nothing about it. Like, is it is it a different case if it's just gang activity? So if you find out they're dealing the heavy drugs, the type of things that we said are still offences for prison. Are we still enabling them if we don't ship them in for that? Or is it just murder? Um, to be honest, I think for minor drug offences, I'm not going to turn my child in for selling. Not for selling, selling a bag of weed. I'll be honest, I'm not going to. Coke. I'm not going to. Heroin. Especially. Sorry, let me use, let me use the right terminology. Light and dark. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, any kind of any kind of drug oh, oh, offence. Oh oh oh! Now he's all familiar. <laughs> oh 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 oh! Because it would it seem really, like. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. All of my all of my drug knowledge is coming from Top Boy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be, mm. I, I think it, I think it really say. depends on whether I saw my child ha- was changing. If I if I thought it was something that had happened and was a past experience, then I'm not gonna necessarily shop them into the police. Mm. If I didn't see my child changing, I could still them going down the pathway, so they're gonna continue doing this. And yeah, I am mm. gonna give them into the police. But if it's like like last year, my child confessed to me, "Mummy, last year I sold a bag of heroin." Well, I'm just gonna leave it. I was like, "Don't do that again." Sell crisp or something. <laughs> change professions become a car dealership <laughs> just you know car salesman or whatever you can use the same skills utilising your skills appropriately <laughs> yeah I see that because I think uh, I can't obviously can't talk in too much detail but for those of us who have watched Top Boy we saw the examples of uh, mm-hmm. the two families where there was don't worry, I'm not going to give you the... Where I'm literally one, giving you death stares right now. <laughs> I, I could I feel it. I you once. Could yeah, feel where, it. where one family literally had to physically defend uh, their child and mm. the other family uh, had to sacrifice mm. for their child. Mm-hmm. Like, even looking in those situations and understanding what it meant and the impact that would have longer term, mm. for me... I think I'm back on the fence because I don't, I just don't know. Like the idea of giving up my siblings, ugh, I thank God that they're not involved in it. Hmm. But the idea of any of my siblings going to prison and losing that future. Because hmm. for me, once you go in, that is that is kind of like a full stop on whatever trajectory you were previously on. Mm. It's a new path and it's nowhere near. It's a new life. Uh, yeah, but not quite as positive. <laughs> not that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, all, this whole thing that that when I first heard the the story of Baptiste and read it, like it broke me because the like so if you if, if anyone hasn't read it, uh, Baptiste was on his way home from school. He'd called his mum twenty minutes before he got stabbed to say, "Oh, mum, I'm on my way home." Um, I'm just going to stop off at McDonald's with my God. friends my on the way home. So it's not even like, he he followed all the rules that we are told. Yeah. Tell me where you are. Make sure you you know where the, you're not supposed to be. Mm. He told his mum, 20 minutes, and he wasn't businessing anyone. It was no, 
interaction. He wasn't in a fight with anyone. Just wrong place, wrong time. And what hurt, like I was reading that and that hurt. Mm. But what broke me, I literally cried. What broke me was the fact that um, they had a quote from his aunt saying that his mum on that call had said, yo, let me come and pick you up because of all the extinct, Extinction Rebellion blockages for the public transport. And he was like, no, no, it's all right, mum. I just want to go to McDonald's with my friends. I will be back. Oh, no. that's that so w- sad. Imagine that what that woman was going through. Yeah. She was, uh, she was like, I should have just picked him up. Mm. I should have just gone to get like, mm. and it's thing, it's yeah, things that like have, that. Yeah, I just, I don't know, and I, and I, I, that, and that's why I say I could not not hand in my child because mm. the to uh, to be part of another woman's grief in that way and know mm. that I could do something to even slightly alleviate it because for some when people it's just closure they just want to know who did it and maybe why. Hmm. and that will give them some way of healing for me to withhold that from somebody else knowing that I could give them the, the information they need to get some healing I couldn't live with myself if I didn't do that and 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 to be honest if your child is of a certain age they're able to make their own decisions if I brought you up in a certain way you've chosen to then live a life outside of what I've raised you to be especially as a Christian so then I and if I'm saying that I believe in consequences those consequences then apply to my own child too it's not just everybody else's children if there must be consequences for actions then my own child must face the consequences of their their behaviour 100% agree on that one 100% agree yeah boom whoa sorry sometimes the (laughs) mood drops a little bit so what we will do is we're going to end it uh, on a celebratory note Buttons talk to us about Farming the music, the, the musical, the movie. How is that celebratory? Farming. Yeah, it's really oh. not. It's, it's not cele- celebratory. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, do you know I what it is? I think they thought it was about farming. I went. <laughs> to, <laughs> I went to a screening of this film, Farming, and I mean, I, wow, celebratory. no invite, yeah. Don't I just wanted to no invite. Um, no I just invite. wanted. I just wanted. To, you're awfully loud. <laughs> I just wanted to encourage people, uh, encourage everyone to go and see it because... I could have seen it before. If you invited me. (laughs) Two thirds is not wrong. It was was exclusive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was exclusive. Did one of your uh, criminal friends get you an invite? No, (laughs) it was a work thing. Anyway, you guys are making me go mad off topic. Oh. Ooh. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying that the criminal isn't at my workplace. <laughs> do not get me fired. <laughs> do not try it. So um, I was just, I had, before this film, I can honestly say I had no concept or awareness of farming and what it was and how significant a role it is? plays in our black British history when it comes to our lived experience in the UK. So it was in the, I'm gonna go with 60s, but that could be wrong. Anyway, in the past, um, a lot of, and I think it was predominantly Nigerian families would pay white families in the UK to look after their children. And these white families would like look after and raise their children for money. Anyway, the film tells this story of um, this particular young Nigerian guy who was brought up with a white family who had a number of other um, Nigerian children as well. Um, And he was 
I don't like without giving too much away he was kind of like radicalized and brought up to hate his blackness because Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it was more that he wasn't taught how to appreciate or love or celebrate that just wasn't his lived experience so Mm. he stuck with what you know he'd like joined a gang and Mm. and was quite you know self-deprecate deprecating yeah an anti-black a lot of the time anyway the film is harrowing um i did yeah and i would just encourage everyone to watch it but what i just why i wanted to bring it up was because i just have obviously now recently discovered that that is such an important part of our recent lived experience in the uk as black people as a community Mm. and i think what things like black history month have allowed us to do is to tell those stories and to celebrate those stories in a way that we we're not usually allowed to so mm-hmm. you know going back to what we spoke about at the beginning of the podcast in terms of black history month and i know we focused on like all the people who are trying to come into the space and how we need to just whack a mole them out but <laughs> that aside i think you know this well for me personally anyway i've seen a lot more presence when it comes to the black history conversation yeah Um, like i've seen a lot more mainstream media coverage and i think a few episodes ago like i joked i was saying like you know where are our zebra crossings Radrin, we got the zebra crossings do we get a zebra crossing we did yeah Yeah. we got got the zebra it's got the the pan-african colors with yellow and green as well we got the we got a zebra crossing We've got like my companies changed their logo. Mine, wow, mine, mine didn't. Mine, mine changed. I mean, we won't go into the politics behind that, but <clears throat> they did it. So I'll take that as a win. Sorry, where's the zebra crossing? I want to go and take a picture on it. Greenwich. Greenwich. Oh. Um, yeah. um, I'm really happy about the that. The Channel yeah. Four did not have got a whole um, Black History uh, cele- celebratory segment of um, collated content of um shows and stuff that all celebrate what black people are doing in tv um sky obviously bt do their own thing but whatever like you need to but sky i've even seen i've even seen one i can't remember what bank it was and i really want to shout them out and be like you're sick lloyd's it might have been it was either Lloyd's or Nationwide because Mm. really no one else (laughs) anyway um but one of them even had like a in honor of Black History Month in in the top corner of one of their ads and I just thought you know what this is the energy we want to see yeah Yeah. but going back to my farming plug Mm. what I want so what I I love that Black History is a celebration of all the amazing things we're doing now, mm. but I also want it to be because it is about the history, and I think it is important to acknowledge the complex narratives that make up our that have fed into the contribution that we're able to make today. So, and that's not always slate because slavery is all we're ever taught. And yes. I personally like about a year and a half ago just decided i was done with that narrative like yeah. i don't engage yeah. in any slave mm. adjacent or slave films yeah 
uh, anymore because I think that narrative is played out and I think um, not that it's not important I think it is important to acknowledge but it's not going to be the mm. only yeah. uh, mainstream narrative, narrative that's in play Agreed. and what I loved about mm. farming and it could just be my entire ignorance at um, Nigerian history which I will accept is a thing I didn't know about it either first time first time I heard about I, it it's just it. something I, I didn't, didn't I was it. not aware of I didn't of. know about it <laughs> And I think even these <laughs> are mad. I think even like I just found it mad because I was saying to um, my sister who was with me, she got an invite. Um, I was oh. saying, I was saying like, why would why would I these white families do do this? Like, I they got paid. I just couldn't understand. Then they get paid. They, they yeah, paid but yeah. not so much. So, but the way the way it was presented in the film, like you've got this white woman in wherever she is and she is literally like parading around this litter of black kids mm. but then that's probably also, why they do but it. then they're also so deeply inherently racist i just i just it's cannot same, fathom being that inconsistent you can imagine that it's the same mentality that led white people to own slaves and to then father and, and, and father children, children them, yeah and then and have have, just sleep bring, with their own mm, kids and bring them in the house yeah while mm. still owning them as slaves mm. like oh you can stay with us look at them see this we treat our slaves different mm. yeah but at the end of the I day just, they were still, yeah. slaves. still slaves it was mm. yeah as much as i because i i guess in my head i kind of tapped out of the whole like black people being in a submissive role type of narrative but because this was so completely new I obviously had to like rejig that and actually mm. it's just the slavery in slavery times that I'm done with. Mm. But I've been finding it really interesting reading up on this um, farming concept. And I think the guy's name is like David. Don't, don't, don't butcher it. What the, the... She's going to butcher it. So I'm just going to save her and, and make it up. <laughs> so... Do you mean I, I was actually actually going to write. Who knows? I was, I was fascinated on. to see who's going to write, who no, wrote it. Hold on, hold the on. The guy who's, it's based on. Go I don't on, know say, if say he, his name. I don't know okay. if he, David Oluwale. Hmm. I don't know. He might be right. She might be right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> he, I am sweating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his name is Adewale Akinyoye. Ad- oh, Adewale, so not David. Adewale Akinoye All right, yeah, well, I wasn't going to get that, was I? Like, come on. <laughs> right, so to be clear, his name's not David at all then? <laughs> no. 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 Right. Okay, good to know. Because I was worried you were going to say David Oyelowo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is, I was like, no, no. no. That's, the, that's the other, black, that's the other black, black one. That's the other black one. Come on, I know the difference between a couple black. of you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> um, He's actually quite cute. But no, everyone should really watch Farming. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great film. Oh. It's not as, because I'm like quite squeamish and don't really do like horror or things that are going to make me cry. So I was a bit nervous, but it was, it's actually a very interesting watch and it's it is traumatic because the concept is but it's not like it's not like watching roots yeah which i will not be watching nope fair and for wait for, you've never watched roots i've never watched roots wow fair and i, I you never watched roots I would, and i would struggle i have not watched i'm wondering whether i should say this yeah. i have not watched when they see us 
Neither have I. Because oh no, high. fair because you're, I you're literally cried for and two days yeah, no, afterwards. So and that's fair. And the likelihood is, as much as I, I'm interested in find out about the research, I'm interested yeah. in reading it, but I'm likely not to watch farming simply because I, I it find hurts. it really hard. Yeah, to watch no, it. I, 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 I don't want to watch it either. Yeah, I get that. I, I, I remember at some point I, I my auntie farm. was um, watching Roots, and I walked in, and there was a moment there was a white guy sitting in front of a black guy, and he literally says just one line: "It's like you niggers will never be like us." And I and, and I was like, <laughs> you just walked out the room like, like, like today. <laughs> I, like, and what are you watching? Oh, this is Roots. And I was like, oh, I'm good. never gonna watch this yeah. ever. And I can't because I I just find it. I'm I'm getting to that point now where I, like there's only so many things I can watch about my right. You need pain to. That yeah. I'm actually to, done. I'm actually filter done. out how yeah. much you can actually engage yeah. with yeah. the mm. amount of stories that are mm. coming out. Yeah. Um. I yeah I remember they showed us Roots in school I went to a mixed school in a predominantly white um, mm. area and lit- so it's four parts right so we watched it over like four or six lessons in history and um, begin the first class everyone's all mixed up sitting in their friendship groups like everyone sits mm. wherever watching the films so everyone kind of like gets together so we can share the goodies Um the second week um so what we're gonna do is sit in our individual seats no one is huddling together no one's bought popcorn today uh the third episode the white people were on one side <laughs> and the black people were on the other side yeah. and the fourth episode i don't even think people were looking at the screens we were just scowling across the room <laughs> <laughs> we were just yeah. scowling we had we had um black this is gonna sound this is so not pc but we had like black v whites in football games in netball like we played like 40 40 home it was like black versus white. oh my god Yikes. that's why my teacher when we watched mississippi bang at school my teacher purposely made us um she allotted our seats so that we couldn't yeah sit in our racial group she purposely Whoa. did that okay. which i look at like looking back on it i thought it was at the time, I was like, "Oh, maybe that was a good idea." But actually, looking back, I don't think it's a good idea. No. Um, I don't. I don't think it made any difference, and I think it's just what's the point of that anyway? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly like. I've definitely reached a point. I watch a lot of black rom coms because I feel like I know that sounds really I don't know juvenile. Maybe, I but need no, to see I think more we need black. To see it. I, yes, I feel like I black love is not something that is seen on yeah. the mainstream screen so much, and especially the and black British love, if ever. Like, what's the last black British couple that you remember? Do you know why I'm laughing? Because in my head, I was going to say Meghan and Harry. (laughs) 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 That's what I mean, though. Like, our most prominent example of black love is Meghan and Harry. I think that's a trick question. Idris' wife is black, right? Who? Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Idris and Sabrina. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. And but they, that took us a minute, though, right? That's that, that's the point. Yeah, and I don't think they're that. Pro- they're not prominent. They're not that prominent. They're not they that are, prominent when you think about it. They're, they're, they're not shown as like they're on the cover of Vogue. To be fair, but that's also because Edward Enderfield is the editor of Vogue now. So True. Yeah, he's yeah. about that life. But yeah. I, yeah, I just for me, I just feel like those things are important, and I think it's important for those stories to be told. But I think also they're more important for white people. Yeah, I think they're more important for white people to watch because I feel like white yeah. people don't know their own history. Hmm. I know. That yeah, so when I'm user. when I'm mad, I yeah. need you to know why I'm like why, why I'm, I'm mad. Yeah, just understand your own history. Just like I seek to understand my own history and white history. Black History Month is for everybody because mm. yeah. so much of white history is yeah. wrapped up in in us. It's because I, I don't want you to escape for- the atrocities yeah. of your forefathers. No. And, and what we've been forced just to do like, for you, I'm like not, essentially. Yeah, so yeah. like, I just think. <laughs> 
for for black people, I think the most positive things that we can watch often are things that depict us like enjoy because so much of the actual reality of actually I think my day to day black life is very joyful. But no, I mean, I like, don't, yeah, in I don't think of, it's yeah, about no enjoying or not. The, I think that mm. depends on who you are as a person. I yeah. think it's important to have everything in balance. Yes, mm. but it's I important think, to have a balanced narrative. And so I don't as think much it's as yeah, the and the, the point is the narrative isn't balanced because no. we find it difficult to name something we've recently seen where there is black on black love shown. Mm. Yeah, and you know what? Let's celebrate that. So, you, whatever your what name, some of the black rom coms people can be watching. Uh, so, to be honest, a lot of the stuff is old. Can <laughs> we just rewatch the same ten? Still shout them out. Yeah, we okay. watch the same movies every um, Christmas. Let's what, watch some like, black. Okay, yes. I love. I think Girlfriends is a good uh, black girl because it shows not only black love in terms of like male female relationships, but it shows like black women. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And mixed race women because two of the characters are mixed race, black and mixed race women in a group of four friends who just love on each other Damn and right. it shows the dynamics of their friendship I think that's an important shout out to Blackish I was just shout about out to say Blackish Blackish yes. is problematic I really but like I like that. I like Blackish but it's problematic um, oh. it is. Oh. It is. But I, I do like it. I do enjoy blackish. She's it's so annoying. <laughs> I, I can't unsee things. She's um, so annoying. I, I like. What else do I like? Are you going to watch Mixed Dish? I watched an episode of that. Oh, have you? Is it out already? I didn't yeah. even know. I didn't know it was out. It was, I just I never been promoted. Obviously, you can't watch it on the the legal parts of the internet. You need to go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, when I said that everybody is one, at least one or two degrees away from criminals, I didn't oh know they God. lived and breathed amongst us. <laughs> yeah, it's out. Um, mixed, mixed Dish is... I think it's terrible to be honest. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not even... I know people think I'm being biased, but it's, it's just... I just don't think it's very good. And, and and mainly because I think a lot of the um the writing is so like woke by numbers. Okay. In a way that's just like terrible. Yeah, the the, the previews did not look great. It isn't look great. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Tika Sumter though because she's just gorgeous oh, yes. and amazing. Amazing. And the and the the girl who plays Santa Monica, like the youngest child, is mm. also amazing. Mm. But I'm not going to be watching Mixish. I've watched one episode, episode and I'm out. I'm going to check it out. But I'm still watching Blackish. I love. I do like Blackish. Mm. I want to shout out. Um, an author called Jamal Brinkley. Okay. Who released yeah. a... I'm trying to check if the book is actually out. out. Mm, yeah, sure. It's out. A series of short stories um, called A Lucky Man. Um, and it, it explores the black... Builders rom- black male bin- builders romance so that whole like growing up as a black boy in different scenarios those are what the short stories are all about and it mm. was very it was a very thought-provoking read um along with what else have i read recently nicola yunes the star is the sun is also a star and they've just made that into a movie with yeah. um yes. yara shahidi yeah, yeah. Um and that Asian that guy who's kind of like cute for yeah, an Asian. Yeah, he's cute. I mean, not for an Asian, Ooh, just for a gosh, man. problematic. Ooh, no. For the record, I actually find Asian men um quite attractive, more so than white men. I mean, go on. No, like high. Is that problematic too? I don't care. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like there, we're teetering on an edge. <laughs> we're, te- we're both. <laughs> we should, on we should probably. Maybe we should just stop. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great read. That's I think a, the film is also quite. Is also quite. Um, I used to work with a pair of hot Malaysian twins. Go on. <laughs> God damn! Just to put a point out there. Just... Um, and then my final, <laughs> my final know. book recommendation would be um, Alia Maru 
has written a book called The Greater Freedom, which is all about her lived experience as an Egyptian British, as a British born Egyptian woman, which I think, again, in terms of untold stories and narratives that you don't necessarily hear being played out, um, it's quite interesting. That's on my list to read this week. So I'm reading a book that you lent me. I am, you, you are. <laughs> I, I, I might have just taken it from your house. I mean, <laughs> cool. whatever. Patsy? That criminality that is oh, just yeah, Patsy right. by um, Nicola. Nicola Dennis, I think. Nicola, De- Nicola yeah. something Dennis, yeah. yeah. That That is a really interesting one. That's about a um, uh, Jamaican, Jamaican lady, I think, mm-hmm. actually, who um, moved to the US illegally and um to like try and set up her life as as quite a few people did and how she negates or navigates that experience alongside discovering her own sexuality um as a woman which again i think that whole um i mean for those that don't know (laughs) Us, us Caribbeans have quite quite uh, quite an issue with the uh, when it comes to sexuality, but the book does a good job of exploring mm. the untold stories of what that could have been like for some people, mm. and it was quite an interesting read. Good. Oh, so I, I haven't. I've only got to like the first chapter, and I was like, she talks about her friend. Like she really likes her friend. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> now I understand. Don't All has been Don't revealed. Don't get me wrong. It took me until like the, it's like a four hundred page book, and I was definitely on page like two hundred and thirty something when I was like, I do believe <laughs> she could be into women. <laughs> uh, okay, that makes sense. Can I? Can I then give? Can I just? Because we're doing this, can I give my brief Black History Month reading list? Hundred percent. Shut them up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So safe. By Derek Arusi, oh uh, well, curated by Derek Arusi on Black British men reclaiming space. I think I mentioned that in another podcast, but it's really good. Um, and yeah, it's basically about the experience of Black British men in the UK, written by Black British men, um, and it's just a good book. Um, Don't touch my hair by Emma Dabiri, which is also oh, yeah. another Black British author. So it's talking about Black people and hair. Um, it does get very like historical, so it's not necessarily like go through a fun 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 i mean it is a good read but i mean it's it's it can get quite technical but it's very good um also uh eloquent rage i've um, just ordered that it arrived this morning i'm really excited which is really interesting because she's this is also, what i need yeah it's like a i black, need to know how to how to say it how the to right better way. say mm. um it's like a black feminist discovers her superpower and what's interesting is because she's also a christian but I think in terms of her views on certain things, we're quite different on the spectrum of Christianity. I guess I'm more conservative, but I found it very interesting. And America, An American Marriage by Tayari Jones. It's just a, a That novel. is so good. Such a good book. That is such a good it's, book. And it talks about basically a couple... Um, um, I don't want to spoil it. So what, what I found interesting about that is it's an in-depth look or in-depth perspective from a couple, a black couple, yeah, who live in London. Like, no, no, America. It's American. Oh wait, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking of ordinary people, no. which is also by Diane something, which is also good. Okay, this one's American, American marriage. marriage. I think I told you about it, but I've it's read basically. It. I think you've read. Yeah, because I told you about it ages ago. But this is basically a look at the criminal justice justice system, but it focuses more on the ups and downs <sighs> oh, of like the relationship of the couple as opposed to the criminal justice oh system my gosh, but it's, it's a great book 
And then speaking on the whole, uh, oh, I don't know if I should say this one. No, that- LGBTQ, Gay Girl, Good God by Jackie Hill Perry. An unpopular perspective, probably for most people, but she's black and she's a Christian and she's a self-identified gay uh, woman who is now married to a man and has two kids. It's, I read it. I found it to be interesting. Oh, I think a- other people will find it to be problematic, but whatever. I think it's a good book. And here endeth our Black History Month reading list for 2019. Lovely. Uh, Alex, any black history or black achievements you want to shout out? Uh, well, there's a film at, out at the moment called Hero. There's a film out at the moment called Hero, which tells the story of Ulrich Cross, mm-hmm. uh, someone who served uh, for the RAF. And he's got an untold story. He's uh, one of the most highly um, decorated uh, as a black man serving in the Second World War. And the film is out. You should go check it out. It's definitely a movie that needs to be seen. I Where feel is like he from? The character in the Caribbean. He's from the Caribbean. I think it's uh, Trinidad, Trinidad okay. and Tobago, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, Shout yeah. Out so yeah, it's just it's a, just a very very important film. Hero. And, yeah, hero. That's right. a that's a film I think people need to check out this Black History Month. Lovely. Oh, and also, sorry, I just know you've heard my voice already, but also, if Bill Street could talk, if anyone has oh, watched that. Oh, I goodness. Still, I need to watch that. Can I just say that this came watch out at the same time times. as Green Book and the contrast was amazing. Yeah. Bill Street I'm not, I'm is not a work of... Green Book is trash. It's trash. It's trash. It's, trash. it's just trash. Yes. Which is really sad because <laughs> it's helped, because the, story, the, the what should have been the main story is the black guy. What's his name again? Oh, jeez. He's like a famous pianist. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to Google it. He's yeah. a famous pianist and, mm. and the story should have Don been about Shirley. him. Oh, That's so, it. Yeah, I knew yeah, it should have It should have been about him. Book, actually. It should have been about him. Marshall Ali. Yeah, Marshall Ali. It should have been about him and his amazing life. He was black pianist at the time and toured in the deep south. Absolutely trash. Um, but they made it about his white racist driver and mm. his internalized issues, and it was just trash. Anyway, if Bill Street could talk, it's a good score. It's it did it won, because white it people loved the it. the Oscar for best film. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, but things that win Oscars like La La Land won, oh. won Oscar, and I've tried to watch that film no, six no, times. No, 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 did it? No, no, Moonlight won. Oh, Moonlight yeah, won they it got said. it wrong. They got it wrong. It's, oh, the, yeah. it's the funniest thing you'll ever yeah. see in your life. Loki, I tried to watch Moonlight yesterday as well, though. Anyway, but I don't want to. We'll move on. Let's move on. It's the wrong, it's the wrong envelope. The, the actual winner was. was, was <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so the funniest good. thing I'm you'll ever see. When you talk about, when you want to, if you want to talk about white people invading spaces, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, who, invented, who could... invented planting trips again? Oh, oh yes, god. The... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Plant, confused. Wow. But we'll save chips. that. We'll save oh. that for another app. Yeah. Mm. The, Is this something that happened on social media? No, I don't know. The vegan company that suddenly invented plantain chips and like oh, two I months can't. ago. I can't. Mm. Two okay, months ago. I'm done. No. I'm done. <laughs> no. It wasn't um, two months, it was a few if weeks. Bill Street, if Bill Street, have you have guys all seen if Bill Street could talk? I haven't seen it yet. I would I would recommend <gasps> that. Uh, Alex, let's watch it together. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend let's watch it together. both Bill Street and Black Clansman. Oh, yeah, oh, I've seen it. I've, well, I've had it recorded on my Skybox for like the best part of six months. I don't know. I'm Why? scared. 
You just think you're going to find it a bit weird? Yeah. No. It's... I find... I need I... to watch things like this on like Friday nights so that I have Saturday and Sunday it, to reflect. It's a good film. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a, it is a good film. In, I mean, in a white free space. So Spike I can... Lee, I mean, I do... I've oh, got a lot of love. I've got a lot of love I've for Spike Lee. I've got a lot for Spike but... Lee. And people find him really problematic. Listen, Chirac. Watch Chirac. I and like... I promise you, you'll be like... Oh, I get what it. just happened? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you were you were I trying mean, to make this really big point about you know Chicago and stuff, and then you made this film. You know, basically, you've called Tyler Perry Coonery Buffoonery, and then and then you, you watch Chirac that. and you go, "No, nah, this is Coonery Buffoonery." <laughs> still, <laughs> yeah. I I have time for Spike Lee actually. Oh. Um, so the two, I think those two movies are great. Also, uh, a more recent one that, like we were saying, trying to find non-black pain porn. Um, Raising Sorry, non-black what? Pain porn. Okay. Black pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Raising Dion. Oh, I need to watch that. What's so, that about? Oh, it's uh, amazing. It's about a little black boy with superpowers. Oh, I love it. Yes, that on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Is it good? I was going to watch it and yeah, I was just so like... Uh, here's my, my uh, review of it is it's a, actually a really good story, really well written. The the actor who plays Dion is probably the weakest part of it. Oh, oh my God. How? How? But he's a little oh, amazing little kid, man. How can you not love him? Because. Oh, sorry. That's the trailer for Raising Dion. <laughs> um, Shout out. Uh, because we know that there are other black kids whose age you were able to. Who act. can act amazingly well. <laughs> Do you know what I saw the other day on YouTube? Um, Sky Jackson. Main example. Oh my gosh, she's you see, you see like how now Sky an works? adult. Mm. It's terrifying. But you see how well Sky. But she's acts like an, she's like and a Barbie. How well she's been she acting. She is, mm. and yeah. she's like a little Barbie. She's literally like this, yay high, yay small, and looks like a Barbie doll. And can act. And can act. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, don't let that distract from the fact that the story is actually really well written, really well developed. You do not see well. So what are you saying? I have to watch this, but I'm not going to enjoy it. No, no, you'll enjoy it. You're just feeling you're like in the back of your head, like, acting. yo, you could have, you could have hit that one a bit, a Correct. bit better. Oh, okay. All right, I'm gonna put like, it on my in fairness, list. he acts like a child, but <laughs> what I think annoys me is if he were my child, there were several moments where he'd have got a whooping. Oh, it's a whole oh. series, uh, though. Okay. No, but it's necessary. So this has been necessary for a while, though. Yeah. Okay, there, there was this um, small, like, short film sort of trailer that came out about Raising Dion. And I, that's when I was like, I'm really excited I'm for, for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This story needs to be told. So knowing it's on Netflix, I mean, I haven't watched it just yet. Again, waiting for the hype. Just to die down a little bit and then I'll watch it. Yeah, ch- yeah. Ch- check it out. See what you think. Um, what was I going to... Uh, Tyler Perry. Just put it out there. Tyler Perry has a new series out called Sisters with an A. I Obviously, think, I think, and it's about four black women trying to navigate love, life, in the world in a friendship. Is there mm. a Z on the end of that? I don't think. I think it's an S. It sounds like. But I'm gonna it give it a chance. Like literally, like if there's a Z on the end, I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a chance. I think because Tyler Perry deserves. I think he deserves it. He, listen, I think the studios thing is amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't fault the man for that. Mm. I mean, Black Panther was filmed there. I found out cool. oh, really? on his on his stages. Yeah, yeah. There, there were sections of it. Yeah. So yeah, nice and quickly is. Have you found Sisters? We are gonna. Yeah, Sisters. Is, it hasn't got a Z. No Z. Okay. Cool. Okay. So you're gonna watch it. Watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm more likely to remember to try to potentially watch it. Perhaps buttons is in. I. <laughs> do you know what I also think? I think that one thing I do like about Tyler Perry is that. 
Yeah, I mean, it is, it's the Christian in me, but I do like that he gives us sometimes, well, he gives us, he gives us coonery and buffoonery, but he also gives me stuff that I can watch and not have to um, cringe if my parents walk in the room. And I appreciate that. Mm. Mm. Really? You, know? you don't cringe? I mean, there are oh, some cringy very, moments in some open, of his films. Open relationship you have with your parents, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, Tony Perry is not really here giving you multiple sex scenes all the time. Don't give up on me. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he, his formulaic is a bit of like, I don't know, heavy-handed judgment. If you cheat on your husband, you'll get HIV and, HIV and, and die. And then he puts a gospel song at the end. Yeah, that film was really, really wild. That was a terrible film. That was really, really terrible film. And so with that, I think there's a whole whole load more people that we can shout out. Uh, the general message is this Black History Month, please go out, support other black businesses, go and yep. find people who are running events there's been black girl fest that happened just yesterday, yesterday. yeah uh, Big moment. uh we've got people like angry black kitchen catering for black history month events if you're looking for that there is stuff to find if you look if you're willing to look for it so i think this is us guys do you want to say a final goodbye no i'd just like to say I support all things black. Including criminality. Cool. Thanks, Buttons. <laughs> uh, Nezzy. Wait, why are the criminals got to be black, um, though? That's on you. Can I just have a Black History um, Month icon that I really like? Yeah, go ahead. Hazel yeah. Scott. She was a Trinidadian um, pianist in the 1950s, 60s. She moved to America and was, a f- I think she was the first black woman to have like her own show. And she always wrote into her, con- into, into her contract that she refused to play a maid or a slave. Mm. Shouts um, to him. And yeah, she was amazing. So if you haven't heard about her, Google her and watch the YouTube documentary. Hazel, Hazel Scott. Mm. Hazel Scott. Alex. Was she black or mixed race? She was you could do black. this afterwards. We are signing off. Married. <laughs> Married to a very, very light-skinned mixed race man who was a civil rights activist. Okay. I think this Black History Month is an opportunity for us to to go out and try and find things we don't necessarily know about. There are so many things over this year that I found out about the things that we've contributed uh, to our society. And Black History Month is an opportunity for us to really like delve deep. What did we bring to this society? What did we bring to the world? So I'm very, very proud. Cool. And do you have any socials where people can find you, follow you? I do not. You do not? I do not. That's fair. We're just very anonymous out here. No, that's just the way I, I do big it. Big up Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big up Alex if you want to try and find him. Uh, all you need to do is kind of play back the specific clips and try and match it to other people's vocal records. You'll find him eventually. And if, if it's that deep, like just at, at the top plantation, we'll tell you where to find him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't about to go down with this ship. Truth. Uh, yeah, so this has been Tales from Plantation, Volume 21. Please make sure you join in the conversation if you have any any points where you agree with us, disagree with us, or feel like we missed out a point in any of these topics today, hashtag Tales from the Plantation. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Plantation Tales or on Instagram at Tales from the Plantation. We're also on Facebook for any of those of you who still uh, are happy for your details to be sold to the Russians. <laughs> um, I have been your host, TFTP underscore Tunde. Host with the most. Leading you to freedom. Tells from wow, the plantation. Wow, he's actually taking all of Harry's lines. Uh, oh, wow. Harry, I support you. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Tells from Plantation, volume 21. 
We out. Bye. Peace.